Hello, everyone, and welcome to Late Night War Games. I'm your host, Adam, and with me, as always, the wisest of Kensai's, the grumpy bear to my funshine bear, John. How's yeah, it going, John? Fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, tonight we are joined by our very special subsidized guest and friend bear, Nathaniel Beachheart. Hey, hey welcome, Than. Glad to be here. Back. Welcome back. What are you, uh, what are you gentlemen drinking tonight? I got the lovely Calvatica Stout. I almost turned sideways to make it easier to read. That would have been bad. Oh, no, that would have been really bad. <laughs> tonight he's wearing the lovely Calvatica Stout, right? <laughs> well, keeping in the Stout theme, I have a Westward single malt uh, that's been sitting in a Stout cast, apparently. It's pretty good. Ooh. Lovely. My, my lovely uh, wife got it for me uh, specifically for this purpose. So, oh, nice. There you yeah. go. Good excuse. Yep. Tonight I am uh, I am double fisting. So I've got a lovely Bull Run bourbon. I think it's my favorite local bourbon. Um, and there used to be a giant ice cube in there, and there is no more. And then, in my other hand, is the Lagunitas Little Something, mm -hmm. which is a winter ale that they put out every year. That is freaking great. And if I remember correctly, like 10%. So effective. Seems reasonable. Be good. Yeah. Well, cheers. Gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's good. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, you want to take it away with some Bromat Academy news? Sure. So we are now in the month of November. Uh, can't imagine anything else going on today. Um, but this month, if you want to talk about diplomacy and arriving people's backfields, uh, take a Razjet or equivalent 80 troop in your faction and uh, sort of tell us about the changes that happened in N4. So we'll talk about some of that today um, as, as to like what we think about those changes within the context of uh, Combined Army. But we're interested in what uh, you think in your army. Uh, so play a game with um, any parachutist or combat jump troop, at least one, and actually use the ability and let us know how it went. If you uh, if you enter, write it, or send us in a battle report. Please share it on Google Docs with me. That's the easiest for me, as opposed to like sending me a doc file or an open open office file or something. Um, yeah, and if uh, if if you send it in, we'll we'll draw your name and maybe you'll win a, a badge. Uh, sorry, a patch or a, or a blister. Uh, if for some reason you can't get a game in, uh, or you just feel like painting till the end of the year, that's till December. Uh, we are accepting submissions for a stealth miniature. So any miniature with a stealth roll, paint it up, send it in, and you also get entered it to win cool prizes. Like the ability to have Chris over at Monsters Makings make you a cool 3D, uh, 3D printable thing, and I will have it mailed to your door. So, hooray! Prizes and things! Yay, prizes and things! Things and prizes! Um, so for other news, uh, I guess the only... I guess we, we the only new miniature we saw was the... Um, Oh man, that lovely Mirage Five, mm -hmm. which has been floating around a bit, but it's been it's been kind of quiet otherwise. I'm I'm wondering if this is the lull before the uh, before the Christmas storm. Maybe, maybe we'll see. There's definitely <laughs> certainly a bunch of tags of coming our way, so that's something to look forward to. Oh man, I need too many of them as always. Right. Thankfully, I already have my cutter, so I don't need another one. I mean. I have the Sphinx, but that Sphinx is cooler. 
I mean, uh, I'm going to get the new Sphinx because I don't have a Sphinx yet, so it's a perfect opportunity for me, but... Then are you going to get the Sphinx? Are you in on the Sphinx game? I don't know. I, I, I played the Sphinx a lot when I was playing Chesvosti, and I never was really able to gel with it. I think I'm a little too aggressive with it. Um, it's a really cool model, for sure. Um, so probably, <laughs> I mean, I kind of to own it because I own Chesvosti, right? So, yeah, that's fair. I I do yeah. like how uh, you, when when you talk to Then you like leaned into your new podcasting setup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to cover that in the hobby section, but we can we can bring it up now. My hobby has mostly been consumed with setting up all of this new gear that I got thanks to our wonderful subscribers, you guys. Woo! Mm-hmm. Um. But I have like a legit for real soundboard mixer uh, with a real mic and stand and headphones, which I'm wearing right now, and I'm still getting used to. I'm not not entirely sold on them. Some but of us have these forever. Apparently, they they make for better. Um, and also getting my tablet set up and rigged to the soundboard so that I can play sound effects. So pretty soon we might have like a, a cool radio announcer or uh, at least a rim shot when John makes a bad joke. That never Something. happens. We'll never use that. Never, ever, ever. Most likely for myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you're noticing that my voice tonight is sounding extra silky, it's because of the sweet setup that uh, Peter Franco helped me set up. You, some of you may know him as Declar. Uh, Declar. Aleph and Nomad's fame. Was he the first guest on our show ever? No, Obi was. Was Obi? And was Obi. Then Pete was second. Something like that, yeah. Makes sense. Did you guys chat Aristea last week? No, we didn't. No. Uh, Aristea two-player expansion. Oh, yeah. multiplayer right. expansion is out, which I'm oh, trying yeah. to remember the name <laughs> of it. Which is definitely the expansion that's super useful right now. I know. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> In any case, the new expansion allows you to play with up to four players, I believe, simultaneously. Um, which Lauren, Jean, and Ruben to play with me. Yep. Yeah. Right. That'll happen. <laughs> Unlike obviously in America, not very useful, but in other countries, more useful, and it will be useful for us eventually. But uh, it essentially splits up the match into each player handling two aristos, which I think might actually make it go faster because there's less. Less to keep in your brain. Okay, and there's yeah, less of the map available too. If I if I remember correctly, the map is shut down quite a bit. There's a yeah, lot more maps differently spaces. shaped. You can have multiplayer team games and multiplayer free for alls. Um, add some new rules. Looks pretty cool. That's pretty fun. I am certain I will pick it up like I do with everything. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in New Zealand, it might be of more use to you. And you don't have to uh, paint it or, or assemble it rather. Yeah, yeah, right. It's sure. it's just cardboard. Yep. There you go. Well, Than, you did get some hobby in, right? I did. I've been slowly working on my Druze, um, and I put together a Hanzukat because I need two, and they have one cool model that I'm going to use just stock, but I wanted to make another one, so I got a Karwaji, did a head swap with a Keisotsu hacker that I'd used on. Uh, a brawler hacker previously, and added some junk from a 1990s board game that I can't remember the name of to be the deployable repeater. Um, oh, nice. And I'm really happy with how it all came out. 
Yeah, it looks great. Definitely looks like it belongs. It's just like a cohesive unit. For sure. I love how characterful Wait. all of your conversions are. They just like make sense. Yeah. I'm um looking at the original, like he's the original Karwaji has a kind of like I'm here to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. And putting that other head on it, like the new sculpts are just so characterful that it maintains that sort of confidence but adds a completely different rugged look to it. You know, with the, the longer hair, it kind of um, accentuates the uh, accentuates the scarf. Mm -hmm. And uh, painting up the visor-like goggles also mm -hmm. accentuates that out in the rough feeling. So very happy with how the whole thing came together. Um, like it's some Bashi bazooks together too that's going to also be exciting opportunity for cool conversions um, yeah if you want to go nuts for a faction making all kinds of crazy mercenaries like na2 is where it's at yeah yeah for sure you can do all the crazy things which is probably why you love na2 so much <laughs> See, definitely why i do yep well shocking to everyone i actually got some hobby done too what yeah right finally i put together a grand total of two models in the last like six months it feels like um <laughs> but i actually uh realized that i didn't own dr death from hack slam right so the good old asawira doctor uh, i really like the old model even though it's quite weenie in comparison to a modern hi so here is the asawira doctor next to um next to the Aquila HMG, you can see the pretty pronounced size and bulk difference. Um, but, you know, old models are very characterful, and I really like this one. And I was going to play um, uh, Hakislam Vanilla versus you in our game of Armory before we switched our schedule around and decided to combine this evening. So mm. my game plan was to drive Dr. Death in there with his rifle light shotgun and regeneration and BTS-9. Oh yeah, that's good. So that's what I thought I was going to be doing with my with my life, but it turns out that uh, plasma rifles are also attractive. So here we are. But yeah, so I've I've done uh, I've done the thing. Yep, yep. I good. play Pano. Very nice. I eventually put together my cutter. <laughs> eventually, eventually. It will be with a those, mistake. For right sure. with those with those lovely fins. Yep. I think I think what'll happen is you'll get halfway through it, you'll rage sword across the room, and then go buy the new one. That's entirely possible, likely. Even. <laughs> or you'll just be like, you know what? It looks cooler without the fins. Okay. Also possible. I'm I'm gonna do the crazy thing and try to build the uh, the um. Why can't I think of it? Um, the bootleg. Oh, the, bootleg. The, the bootleg. Yeah, I, the... I have the bootleg model and the regular model. So I'm going to attempt the combination nice we'll see how it goes that's um that's bold i think i've seen it done once yeah and well, you know how much i love assembly i talk about it all the time how much i love assembly <laughs> yeah exactly exactly well it, i'm not going to volunteer myself live on air uh but i'm looking at them that'd be pretty cool mm -hmm. i would like to see it yep Let's we'll see whose patience <laughs> wins out in the long run. All right, like, damn it, John! I want to see the thing done. Where is it? 
It'll happen eventually. If I... Either in my hobby desk or Adams. How's that? <laughs> it'll at some point in time it'll be on this podcast. Yes. Yeah, there you go. There's there's a realistic goal which we can attain. <laughs> one of one of us will have done it for you. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Um well how about games? Games, games. Dan, um, get any games in? I got one game in actually. Um was against Eric Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, out of doors and socially distanced. You probably already know how this went. Um, turns out don't. you don't play Infinity for a long time, and then you start a new faction with five strong links after playing three strong for like two years. You don't know how to protect a five strong link. So I did Druze, he did generic Hawk Islam. Um, I went with five strong link and then a second link composed of a brawler lieutenant and two bounty hunters with the ADHLs as just basically a watch the zones link did some bots double uh hunzukats uh it was supplies and uh I also had uh the ninja in there what the hell is his name uh ninja and Drews special oh uh Saito Togon Thank you, Saito. Um, yeah, so I deployed badly. Uh, I had Saito saved for follow-up deployment. He set everything up and then dropped the fide that I should have seen coming. Um, so I counter-deployed Saito to deal with the fide. Um, he started with fide. Saito appeared and discovered, but was within shotgun range, unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, I had not processed the shotguns or direct templates, so I was like, whatever, like he'll be shooting at me. I'll be minus nine because of Saito. So maybe he'll just miss, but actually, you know, he just dropped it on me. Nope. I tanked it. And I'm oh. like, great. Okay. Well, I've got one more order until such time as he's gonna come around and shoot my link. So I'll gun him down and failed to gun him down. He made it around the corner, hit the Drew's link with boarding shotgun today. Um, and he killed two of them outright. I should note, before he did this, he managed to kill uh, Brawler Sniper in the five-man link and bot Missile Bot in the five-man link with uh, Nooft, who is... What the hell is this? Is that his name? The, Nauf. The, Nauf. Nauf, thank you. Pronouncing him wrong. Nauf. Uh, wow! Now is fucking scary. Now is bonkers. Uh, bonkers. So now gun down two long range shots. Uh, took out two members of the five man link. Then today came in, took out pretty much the rest of the five man link. Uh, now also killed a couple other things that were sticking out. So I started my turn mm-hmm. one instead of having a fifteen order list. I had. S- I had nine orders left. Whoa. Okay. Uh, Sucked. Uh, First group. I can tell you this entire game because it's only one more turn. Oh, no. (laughs) I spent four of those orders trying to open a package on Whip 14. And succeeded on supplies. Supplies is not a roll anymore. Uh, we We didn't have the 
new missions. So gotcha, we gotcha. going so you went with the old stuff. school role. Right. Okay. Got it. So I spent four orders doing it. Fourth order succeeded and got one short move away. Uh, other combat group, one of the, one of the um, bounty hunters with the Croat cannon also rolled a Panzerfaust. Mm-hmm. And Tariq was in his list and sitting out. And I'm like, well, Tariq's going to kill me on his turn because the things that were keeping him from coming in and killing me are gone. So I'll just try and take him out. I shot him with dual Panzerfausts. Treek took two hits and tanked all six armor rolls. Jeez. That'll happen. And then, and then took two acrylic cannon hits and tanked them. And then took two more acrylic cannon hits and finally failed. Good gravy. <laughs> so, Yikes. Um, and then beyond that, like, uh, at the end of turn, at the end of his turn two, he put me into retreat, and that was basically game. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's that's brutal. That sounds rough. It's, you know, you can't necessarily lose infinity in list building, but you can certainly lose it in deployment. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's but, the uh, it's the zeroth turn. Yeah. Yep. So, in any case, um, and, hopefully and got Nalf, that on my Nalf system. Is crazy now. Yeah, now is crazy. Uh, motorcycles dodging is crazy. Yep. Got introduced to the coom getting that all that extra movement on dodge is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, and without the penalty to dodge. Yeah, and without the penalty to impetuous. Oh, yep. Yep. Bikes so, are very very strong now, and cheaper. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because why so, not? Despite the craziness, it was still. Uh, still nice to be playing a game at all sure uh, and we were masked outdoors and set up so that we could be away from the table when the other person was there mm-hmm. nice so, that sounds perfect yeah, yeah adam, adam and i have been doing something pretty similar uh in his garage it's been yeah. working out pretty well for us get a game in every now and then speaking of which yeah we did get a game in and i don't want to talk about it okay uh <laughs> <laughs> so so john and i played uh combined versus combined me with my morats john with vanilla i knew that that suggesting john play vanilla was going to be bad for me just right out the gate i know how he likes his vanilla nomads i know that he hasn't really dabbled with combined and i feel like being able to to settle into uh unrestrained vanilla combined like it's you're a kid in a candy shop yeah. <laughs> you can get all kinds. You can get all kinds of filth, which we'll discuss in a bit. the The flavor of filth that John took uh, included both a Skivoros and an anathematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I basically my decision making process. I talk about this in the battle report if you want all the glory gory details. But I was like, okay, um, Ruben has been going on and on about how the Skivoros is good, and he's the number one combined player in the world. So I should probably pay attention to what he says. So I was like, Therefore, right, he's righter than you are. I was like, click, done, in the list. And then I just was like, well, I like I like the idea of Plasma, and Kurnow is just a great all-around unit, so Kurnow's in there. And then um, I was like, well, it's the armory, so I kind of want uh, impersonation, maybe in the armory, maybe to kill something. So I took a Speculo, and then I need I needed something to open the door, so the Kur gets in there, and the rest is just like chain rifles, because chain rifles are good in the armory. I was like, okay, yep, this yep. seems fine. 
And then I was sort of like, well, the Skiavoros isn't particularly survivable. It's like two-ish wounds with like uh, a remote presence, right? Uh, arm it three, it's just structure. Three. Yeah, I mean, like it seemed fine. And I was like, it's not going to stand up to like say a Raz yet in the in the active turn, right? Like if it's your mm -hmm. turn and you manage to get a Raz yet on the table and get a line on it where it can't subsidy you, I'm in trouble. So I was like, I need some kind of like big chonky thing to hold the armory in the event the Skiervoros goes down. I wasn't really concerned about loss of lieutenant because I didn't think you were going to like bring a ton of EM or something and isolate it. That's my shtick. And I was like, well, I mean, if I if I get if I get hit by that, it's, it's my own damn fault, I guess. So I was like, maybe I'll take an anthematic because who doesn't like a brain HMG? That's um, <laughs> the way I like to think about it, right? Because it's got brain yeah, it's got it's burst yeah. for Trinity, right? On whip like nineteen. So it's basically a brain yeah. HMG. So that's, that's I was scary. like, Yeah, that seems good. I want that thing. Um so I threw it in there and yeah, I just had like <laughs> what is that, hundred and thirty six points of chalk <laughs> in the list. Um which is basically yeah. an avatar, yeah. right? But it's more wounds than an avatar and more subsidies than an avatar. Well, I guess I guess uh, more plasma than an avatar, I guess is probably more accurate. I didn't really think much of it, and I was like, We'll see how it goes. Um, it went, it went well, I guess is the, the way to describe it. Um, it, it was, it was brutal. I mean, so, you know, the, the, the short of the story was, um, the Van Zant has gone to, or sorry, the Rassiat has gone to the Van Zant school of diplomacy, mm -hmm. um, and came in the backfield with a spitfire and did all the things that I could. And that felt really good on my first turn and had you feeling kind of like shit, I think on your first turn. Yeah, I was pretty uh, bummed. And then I, and then I rushed the armory. Like Morats are very, very good at seizing the armory. Yep. Uh, even if it took me far too many orders to open that stupid door. Yeah. You got it open. You eventually just like, were like move because you're zero punched the door three times. And I happened to just pass a bunch of arm rolls. So it wasn't really your fault. It's well, just, I, I missed one outright. Just you, like you I can't, did. I literally can't hit a wall with a decharge. Right. <laughs> Whoops. Um, and then, and then, yeah, you passed three out of three saves, and then I hit it again, and I think you passed all, but you passed two out of three saves. Right. So I still needed to hurt it more, so I started shooting it with my linked missile launcher. Yeah, that finally did it. <laughs> That's frustrating as hell. Um, so. Yeah, once I did that and rushed everyone in, the you know the objective room we had set up didn't have any barricades in there for cover or for line of fire blocking. So it's kind of like stand in here and hope for the best. Uh, threw everyone in suppressive fire, and the anathematic came in on turn four and just or sorry, Skivoros just came in on turn four and just deleted everything. Was it turn two? Yeah, turn yeah, two. that's right. Your bottom. I say turn four. What is yeah, going I don't on? Know. I don't know. I'm looking at this number on my screen. It says four days ago. doesn't matter. Yeah. Bottom of two, you came in and just deleted everything. Yep. Because you, you can peek around the corner and you give me the option of either dodging a Sepsiter or eating plasma to the face. It's not a good option. There's no good option there. Yep. Pretty so, rad. I was pretty pleased with that. And I mean, like, I, but so Tabletop Shogun in chat is saying, to, you know, to be fair, Skivoros does look more viable now. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure it's changed all that much. The only significant change is the, uh, the change to Plasma, right? It's 4-4 now. Was it 4-2 before? I believe it was 4-2 before. Was That's possible. I mean, that would be a reasonable uh, upgrade. Yeah, I mean, they changed Plasma. They dropped the cost of the Sepsiter version by seven points, mm -hmm. which, is, which is a chunk of points, but it's also not, like... 
a game-changing rule for it, you know? No, certainly um, not. It always but, had shock immunity. Uh, it had structure before, so it was always shock. It's always been shock immune. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people forgot that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's still a, a Mimitism BS-13 plasma rifle at the end of the day. It was 4-2 before. I'm looking at oh, Army nice. Yeah, so okay. that's, that's, that's a pretty big deal. That and the plasma change, I think, have really uh, given its stock a boost, so to speak. Um, Bonus command tokens too on the lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's helpful. Um, I, I think really the the big thing is just like anything with a really nasty template weapon and plasma is just brutal. Yeah, because if you're threatening a template true. weapon, that means they're clustered already, and plasma being a round template now instead of a teardrop template really really punishes deployment like or deployment mistakes or the armory yeah yeah because like what what can i do in the army isn't like i can't spread out more right to cover more of it mm -hmm. so i mean I this armory did have two stories so there was that true i, mean, true. I, I didn't I, think I, about that yeah i i mean i actually had kernow deployed uh with the intent of getting him in on the second story, let me see if I get a picture of this. Come on now. I see. Blast open the door and send him in. Yeah, right. So he has discharges. So I deployed him over here, with the intent to like rocketing him up this ladder thing, and then yeah, yeah. Is that a change to all armories, or is that just your armories? This is the the scenario or the the terrain we were playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the, the in comparison to a Karen with the same loadout. Uh, I mean, it is nice that you can't. Hack it, aside from spotlight, so that's a plus. Um, Smaller, which is also nice for hiding. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's just different. I don't I don't particularly see it as uh, as like a clear win over anything else, right? Like it's absolutely absolutely the case that the Carented is is quite strong. Uh, <laughs> right? It is. That's that's a yeah. pretty unassailable argument. It's really freaking good, uh, but you know, it it also is. Um, very hackable being HI, and that's that's not great. Um, right, but... the Carrington Sepsider, uh, Sepsider Plus with Tinbot is the same price that the um, Skivoros used to be. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it's absolutely fine. I don't, I, like, I, I, I think you know the, the question is then like why not both? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. You could. Yeah. And I don't think I'll check I'll check an army, but um I felt like the one the Carented or the or the uh, not anthematic, maybe it's the anthematic, one of them wasn't a Sepsider Plus before, I don't think. Uh that's uh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, so I mean the I'm pretty sold on the Skeworus, I think. Like the 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 point in in chat about it being a budget aspect is 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 an excellent one. Because right, it lets me do things like this where I had a whole other aspect just like chilling. And if you read the battle report, you'll see that I never take it out of hidden deployment. The anathematic like never hit the table. No. I, I haven't assembled I, I own them both. They're in the they're in my pile of shame over there. I haven't assembled either of them. So I asked Adam and I was like, could you bring both? I'm still kind of deciding between them both when really I wasn't making a decision at all. Um, <laughs> so like you know, I mean, he graciously lent me uh lent me some models for our game. Um yeah, but as, as as I noted in our game, I did the math. <laughs> it was like, there's there's about an anathematic-sized hole left in your army. Yeah. 
<laughs> for sure. <laughs> I also left out a, a lot of Swick on the table too, right? It could have been yeah. a bunch of Noctifers too. Well, that's what I thought it was at first. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were being cheeky with To, which is what took me so long to reveal my link to shoot open the door. Mm-hmm. But by then, I'd moved something else across, and you didn't fire. So I was like, okay, we didn't take that bait. Probably not an octopher. Right. I'll shoot yeah. the door open, but you can't make that assumption. I also didn't know if he didn't have both. Like, does he have an octopher? Does he have an octopher and a rassiat? Because right. you could have a rassiat too. Yeah. Does that's, he have? That's certainly enough points and Octa. swig to fit both of them easily. I mean, you could have Practice had an octopher rassiat. And... Sorry. Practice Spitfire. Yeah, or a fracta. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. When you don't see all of the points that combined has on the table, you don't know what they have. There's yeah. no obvious answer, and they're it's all, all bad. bad. It's all bad. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's an auto include, right? Like it's, it, and it's certainly more of a, a, a um, finesse profile. But I will continue taking it. I am very impressed <laughs> by its performance and the ability to just like walk in under a hacker net, which I think is going to be even more prevalent now. So I think um, yeah. as as um, things continue, right? As the metas continue to evolve, I think, I think hacking will become a lot more common. Uh, repeaters and deployable repeaters and pigeons will become a lot more common and be used to control the battlefield and shape the shape the exchange, right? It's like you can't go here because mm-hmm. there's a pitcher here, um, and the Skiavoris kind of doesn't give a crap. So if you didn't figure it out already, John won that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a very commanding first two turns though i you had did yes so many items out of the boxes you wouldn't be able to catch on that yep. i held it for the first two turns yep. um and then yeah and then the skivoros was lol but i really want to talk about not just so the skivoros did a lot of work obviously it deleted what six orders and two orders something like that i think it was three orders but yes yeah but like the real star of the show, I think, were the Taiga. Really? You think so? Yeah. Why? I mean, they tied up your um, your uh, Dadarazi, right? I mean, like they mm-hmm. didn't do like. Unfortunately, um, you know, like after you landed that Raz yet, I had a Taiga like immediately next to it, so I tried to go kill it with the with the Taiga, and then you just like happened to roll way better than I did. Your right. your Rasset should have absolutely died to that Taiga. Um, <laughs> but I mean. Should it have? Yeah, probably. I mean, like, there were a bunch of orders. I threw, like, I think, total of three orders at it. I think so. It it probably should have. Like, that Rajat survived three orders of Taiga, two orders of Kern now, and it it took a Kurgat autocannon crit to take it down. (laughs) Right? Like, that's what finally did it in. So That's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. I guess that's what it takes. It's very good at diplomacy. It's so diplomatic. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but I, I, I really think the Taiga let me be sloppy, right? I mean, like, having a 12-inch Berserk is pretty it's dumb. It's really good. Pretty yeah. dumb. This is, the, this is the word I'm looking for. If anybody ends their turn in line of fire of, of a Taiga creature, yeah. like, it's coming. they're going to be eating... Yeah, they're going to be eating Taiga. Yep. Um, yeah. I I was very impressed. Just the ability to get a Chain Rifle or a, char, a Chain Colt, exactly. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, getting... Getting a chain colt exactly where I needed it with like basically zero effort was yep, pretty yep. astonishing, and I think that let me really gum up the works and make things diff- difficult for you. Um, and like, because you could have 
been very aggressive and come around to my side of the armory and started like wrecking face with your link, you have the orders to do it. You could have done that because I think you spent a good four or five orders just like in the armory, farting around and opening boxes. Right? He was like, "It's Christmas. Let's open all the boxes." And, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I, my my theory was if I get a commanding lead on that early, sure, there's two points you won't get back. You could have also just come and straight up killed my Skivoris, though. Probably should have, in retrospect. Yeah, like that. That might have <laughs> probably been better, because uh, then I can't really do much. I mean, you didn't know I had the anathematic there or where it was, but nevertheless. Um, but yeah, I think the Taiga probably gave you pause, maybe, or at least discouraged that line mm. of thinking. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, combined as as a as a longtime Nomad player, right? I use my Mor- uh, my Morlocks very similarly. Uh, and my favorite role for them is 8-4 move, right? So basically, I have a Morlock sure. that I always roll that in in the Taiga, which is quite nice. And getting Berserk is just a nice added bonus. Yeah, they're, they're interesting because Combine didn't have a lot of gamble pieces before. Um, you know, there's pieces like Dilami or Morlocks. Sure. Um, where it's just like, you know, this guy costs like 10 points, and maybe he won't make it across the board. Or maybe he'll make it across the board and I'll spend 10 orders killing your entire force with him. Oh. Yeah. Like, um, well, I think this is a, a good opportunity this... really quickly to segue into our main feature. Let's talk about vanilla combined. Let's ah. do it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, these Taiga, you're saying, fan? yeah, the plus, the plus three dodge and Fizz 13 and then two inch dodge move means that anybody spending orders on them is really like, taking a risk that you're going to get four inches of movement, four inches of movement each time. It's one of those obnoxious things where you will spend more orders than they're worth to kill them because you have to. Mm -hmm. And most of the time you'll kill them in one order and it's no problem. But sometimes, you know, every couple of games you'll get one through and that's something that combine kind of lacked before. So I'm glad to see them as an addition. I feel like it adds something to vanilla. And what do you think about, what do you think about Taiga compared to the Hungries? Uh, Hungries can't dodge. What are you talking about? They dodge on 16s. They dodge on 14s. Hungries? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Got, yeah, they dodge on 14s. Taiga's on 16s. It's still good. It's still good, but they don't have Dogged and Berserk. And they don't have Chain... Uh, uh, the Taiga right. don't have Dogged. Yeah, Taiga don't have Dogged. The Hungries have... You're right. The, the Predas have Dogged and a Chain Rifle. So Which, they, they definitely fill the same category. Um, I feel like the Berserk movement, though, is just really nice. I mean, I guess I would take them for the same reason, right? Like, I want right. to gamble with this. Um, with the Hungries, I feel like you were locked out of them a lot. I mean, in Morats, you have to take an odds now to take them, which you might not always be taking. The combine in general... I would occasionally take them, but it, it seemed like um, you're either doing the doing the gakis and they potentially explode, which used to be more dangerous, or you're doing the preta and then you're looking at. So most of the time you're going to be shot at. You're dodging at fourteens. I mean, fourteens is a good dodge, but it still felt a little bit um, risky for me, sure. comparatively as a gamble piece. I mean, I Whereas guess I, I guess I see it differently coming from Nomads because you generally don't missile Morlock across the across the uh, entire table. I've done it before to great success, but you have to set up your whole list to do that. 
So like when yeah. I was doing that, it would be like two Krakots, three Jaguar, Panzerfaust, and then two Morlocks. And that was my second group, right? And then you're absolutely mm-hmm. comfortable just like rocketing a Morlock across the field and like CCing an avatar or something or like something like that or like chain rifling a link. That was worth it. Um, right. And not really all that much of an expenditure because you have that order, that relatively cheap order pool. Um, and I, I think uh, as I've matured as a Nomad player, I've stopped doing that unless there's like a either an explicit threat like the avatar, which I have to answer and I don't really have other answers because I wasn't prepared in the rest of my list. Or... Uh, there's an opening, right? Like, let's say somebody null deployed, and now I have an opportunity to go chain rifle a whole link, and I really should. In which case, right. you know, I may even do something like throw the Morlock in my main order pool, because usually I'll do like 10 orders and like three Morlocks or something. I've seen, I've done that a lot. And so coming to combine with that experience, which is why I always really like to know when I start talking to somebody, like what was their home faction? What is like the first box of stuff that they bought? Because it really colors their approach to the rest of the game and especially new factions. So for me, I sort of see like the, um, the Hungries and Predas, I'm sorry, the Gekis and Predas as like, uh, as like Morlocks, right? They're roughly the same cost. They generally want to sort of sweep across the field and deny area. And, and then uh, can, they can exploit a weakness. And I think the Tiger are just like a, that turned up to 11 a little bit. Like they're much more um, amenable to throwing into, into something. So they, they kind of remind me like, uh, I, I like to think of them as like green shells. In Mario Kart, sure. Right? You like get the green shells. They orbit you. They surround your like delicate midfield pieces, like Zerats or something. And then you can just like missile a green shell at something. In this case, it's a angry tiger creature that will like chop you to bits with its claws <laughs> or something. See, for me, what's interesting is I actually feel like all three of them still have a really good place. Mm-hmm. Um, if I take a hungry in general, it's to force my opponent to leave out ARO pieces. If you don't leave out an ARO pieces after my my hung my even a Gaki or is there, or uh, yeah the the Preda after they're impetuous in a regular order they're in your deployment zone and if you didn't leave out something in the midfield to stop them something on the ARO to stop them they're going to cause you a lot of problems. One thing I really like about the Gakis that I think they are really underestimated for is they have a 14 inch threat range, so they move six six. But if I move six inches and you shoot at me and you're within eight inches of me, I just walk six inches at you. Uh-oh. If you kill me, I explode on yeah. you. Right? If I if I moved within six inches and you do, like no matter what you do, there's there's no good decision. If you shoot at me, I'll do that. If you dodge, that's fine. I'm going to move six inches towards you anyways. Or six inches somewhere else, the climbing plus. Um, I'm going to go stand next to that camel marker over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's... There's nothing, once a Gaki gets close, there's nothing good you can do. It's going to hit something. Um, you can't shoot it before it gets you. You can't shock it off the table. Um, it's going to get you. And then the, the Preda, I mean, geez. Wait, why can't if you a, shock it off the table? Oh, well, I guess you can shock, yeah, sorry. You can shock it off the table, right? That cancels explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, shock cancels explode. Yeah. So mines but, are nice for that. Yeah, mines are yeah. nice. That's basically your only your only bet. And for four points, totally worth it. If well, I get to well walk... now it's a, now it's a slot though. It's not just four points; it's a slot. Well, okay. So, yeah. like, about that though, with combined, what I think you're going to end up seeing, at least for me, is a lot of lists the way you put them together, where I've got ten guys and then four or five, you know, alien monsters to throw in your face. Sure. Which to me feels totally thematic to combined. I've got my elite soldiers, and then I've got this chaff that I'm going to drown you with, mm-hmm. and then shoot you down with my big guys. 
And man, just having, yeah, even just having one prey on the table, you, your opponent has to leave something out for ARO. They have to have an answer to that. If a dog gets chain rifle that moves six inches with climbing plus gets in their backfield, mm-hmm. it's, I, I have, I think it might have been Eric. It, I can't remember who it was, man. I have definitely like cleaned somebody's clock almost entirely with one Prada before. It's just because what do you do? So, yeah, I'm I am a huge fan. I think all of them have their place, and I think all of them have their place. Taiga, I just think are like hot and new, so they get a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, I, I come from Chesvasti as a home faction, so I definitely like them as being able to have something cheap in that uh, sectorial because yeah. they're pretty expensive in general and pretty fragile in general. Yeah, they add a lot to oh. Shaz. Yeah, also, like you were saying, like you have to have leave somebody out to ARO them. Like A lot of times with Shaz, you're trying to set up traps, so having something where someone's going to put on an ARO piece that you can then pick off is nice sometimes. Yeah, precisely. And you know, it's, I don't think, I think if you took one, I wouldn't be like, oh man, you took you took a Gaki? Why didn't you take a, a Taiga or a Prada? Right? Like, I don't think you could go wrong with any of them. It's just, what flavor do you want your rabbit exploding alien in? Or you can take all of them. Yeah. One of each. <laughs> That's my list. It's an avatar and then nothing but them. Maybe dual avatars. They're not very many points. <laughs> in, in three, I went against a guy who did. Uh, an avatar, and then as many Praetas as he could fit in for a mission that had no specialists. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was pretty funny. Very, very different style of game. Yeah. Not going to happen anymore, but. Well, not unless you go to one of those wacky unlimited insertion <laughs> tournaments. Yeah. I don't but... know. I mean, yeah, I, I think they're excellent uh, warbands, and, you know absolutely fine take anyone really just down to what what problem do you want to solve and how willing are you to sacrifice the warband to do it yeah and i'm I'm gonna use the hell out of some gackies on you guys it's gonna be great um so something i think is worth talking about and i think it's actually a huge strength of vanilla mm-hmm. and that's basically the the um the oh my god what's the word i'm blanking on now aspects Aspects, thank you. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, so we talked a bit about the Scovoros. I think they're rad. Mm-hmm. Right, no problem there. Um, but I think the Carentive is probably the one that people saw the most on the table, if not the Avatar. Sure. Um, you know, I want to talk about this because it's still a beefcake. It is still a beefcake. Yeah, it's um, worth every point. Yeah, there's, there's, no fat on the, on this bone. Like it is, everything it has is purposeful and brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're playing vanilla, like kind of understanding, like it's hard to not start with one of them, right? Your lieutenant, the only lieutenants I believe in vanilla. I don't know if they've actually changed. I didn't double check now that I think about it, but it used to be that the only lieutenants without a swick tax were um, the aspects. That is not Can't true anymore. Not no. Any- no, there are a lot of lieutenant options, and a lot of them don't have swick tags. Are any of them? Sorry, are any of them zero swick? Agent Dukash is. Shayskin. Uh, wow. Shayskin is. Okay, uh, so that's. 
There aren't that many more, though, that are Yes, The named characters seem to be taxless. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I still think aspects are really good. Aspects are <laughs> really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if for nothing else, then they're built in Lost of oh, Lieutenant bubble, right? Yeah, it makes you really hard as combined to get put in Lost Lieutenant. That is, I think, a, just a general faction strength. Of the another argument for EM, just saying. Right. It can also be a weird sort of strategy. Um, you know, your lieutenant dies, and then Nematech is going to cause it to causes you to put that willpower into a different model with cube. So okay. um, I remember I had one game where my charted was always like charted was always the, my like go to lieutenant because it's just got everything like the HMG and MSV three. Is is a really good speaker to use the European lingo, um, <laughs> but it would often, you know, the opponent will focus on it and kill it if it gets a chance to. Um, I had a game where I got him killed on turn two, and then put the willpower into an uh, Umbra hacker, and then suddenly I've got a willpower sixteen hacker that's going to go push all the buttons and do all the things, mm-hmm. and just ran the table with him on the mission. By going and dropping whip sixteen on pushing all the buttons, yeah, uh, it's cool. Incidentally, I also think it's interesting to look at them as a Aleph um, and Combine have a few models that seem like versions of each other, mm-hmm. right? And, like the the Carrington and the Asura, right? And like, there's some cool deep fluff to that of like, oh, it's just two massive AIs who are finding the same solution, but. Uh, the Carrington is definitely, they've devolved, diverged from that a little bit. But I think if given the choice of the two, the Carrington is just going to win against the Ashura every time because it's just bringing so much to the table for those points. Especially uh, it's just, now. It's with, really just the access to Sepsidu, right? I mean, the Ashura has most of the other stuff except for Plasma. I mean, Plasma is so big, though. Plasma is huge, um, for sure. Do you but I mean, the like, bonus, the Spitfire they have a bonus is not order lieutenant either. What's up? They have the bonus order lieutenant with the Ashura? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So and and yeah. an excellent hacker profile. For, I mean, so uh, like, there's a hacker um, guaranteed as well. Um, but I mean, like, I, I think this is really what separates uh, Combined Army from the other um, vanilla factions, right? So I, I would still say that um, even in the presence of such a ridiculous powerhouse as the new Corregidor, Right, vanilla nomads for me at least is still king. I think we had a long discussion about the nomad episode about how Corregidor is probably the most like out of the box badass of all of the nomad sectorials. Um, sure. But if you want to like tune uh, the list exactly to your playstyle and exactly the toolkit that you want, nomads vanilla nomads is the place to be. Um, but there is nothing in vanilla nomads that's anything remotely like the Karen did. I mean, the closest thing would be like a Kriza. Um, right, and that's just like it's... not even comparable, um, yeah. because like you can just be you can be so cavalier with this thing because of uh, Nemotech, right? You're just like screw it, I'm gonna charge right in, I'm gonna murder everything I can. Okay, you killed it, and then you you know do exactly what Than says. Like, well now Kernow is now Whip 16, and he's just gonna go around and push all the buttons. Or this Umbra is now Whip 16, is gonna do all the things. Well, um, I mean, having having Whip 16 killer hacker is not bad. Yeah, that yeah. too, right? So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I gotta say, very very impressed, and it it really it lends um, 
that very thematic and characterful feel of like, here's this giant alien menace who's just going to keep coming. It doesn't care what you do to it, right? It's just like, okay, you have a moment of respite as like the bullet ridden corpse just like falls over and there's smoke rising from all the bullet holes. And then like another one appears on the horizon and just starts plasming everything. Right, you see, you see its eyes shut down, and the Kurnow's eyes turn red. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> so, you know, your your the your consciousness is transferred through the color of your eyes. Um, I mean, this is uh, this is anime inspired. That's clearly fact. So it's yeah, exactly. And so I think in terms of like big changes, I think the biggest change really came to the Avatar, and that was mostly just in how cheap it got. Yeah, um, what was like a twenty something point drop. Yeah, I mean, how cheap it got. It's still the most expensive thing in the game at 114 to 118 points. 118.1, by the way, is the correct one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, because now it generates four orders on his own. Yep. Bonkers. He's going to use. Um, yeah, still ARM 9, BTS 9, still negative six to be shot at. Mm-hmm. Still immune to possession. Yep. Which is great because possession is more relevant now, I think. Um, yes. It doesn't yeah, have uh, ECM hacking, though. No, no, no. It's ECM guided. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's whip 17 BTS 9 against hacking. Sure. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Probably not going to do. And it's immune to possession. So yeah. you, can, you can slow it down, but you can't take it over. I, I've isolated it. That's super fun. And now Oblivion is burst too. So that is still something to be respected. Because you can still right. roll that one on your BTS save. That is fair. That is fair. It gives what kits on a 13. That's yep. nice. Yep. Yep. Um, although if you're gizmo kitting your avatar. <sighs> something's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> something's I, gone very wrong. Uh, I hate not having that reroll. Yeah. He's still very vulnerable to assault. Yep. Because you just need to tie him up. Like yeah. you just have that Morlock standing there with him and you're, you're going to be afraid to spend mm-hmm. orders even with CC-19. Right. No, it's still a monster. I, I, yeah. Like, you can't really go wrong with any of them. They're all amazing. Plasma is is really a delightful option. Um, I think with the Blast, it's much more of a choice on the uh, on the Carentage specifically. Mm-hmm. Before, I used to go for the HMG because MSV3 HMG, what's not to love? Yeah. But now... That lieutenant option with the plasma rifle and Sepsider Plus and Tinbot is feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a bit of a toss up. Do I want my Sepsider or do I want my HD Plus to go into Cybermask? Yeah. Both are solid choices. Well, I mean, if you um, want to make that choice, just go get an anthematic, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. The anthematic does, does that built in because it's got the. Uh, uh, camouflage state. Yep. I don't know. I I definitely am leaning very heavily towards the anthematic in in my next to assemble queue. Cause I I love the model. It was a big selling point for me to get uh to get into combined. Mm-hmm. And as much as I don't want them to resculpt it because I love the original, I really want them to resculpt it because I would love to see what they do with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a cool concept. Um, Pull the ponytails off the old one and put them on the new one. There you go. My, own, my only disappointment with the anathematic, other than it not being the Christmas model as the Santa thematic, mm-hmm. um, is 
that it still has that monofilament close combat weapon and is still not good in close combat. Like they, they kept the weapon and they also kept the not great in, in melee. It's, and it's, it's actually worse. It's fine. Because it used to give an negative six due to surprise attack. Now yeah, it's only down to negative three. Sad God. It's it's fine. You're not gonna use it, but occasionally it'll come up and then you'll laugh as you chop somebody's speculo in half. Yeah, it's mostly like get off me. Oh, you died. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty much. But, and you still don't get the uh, the Sepsiter anathematic lieutenant. Yeah. Sad. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, which is why you I just mean, take it and the Skiavoro, and then you're fine. No problem solved. Yeah. If if they had the lieutenant with Sepsiter, would you take any other lieutenant? Yes. <laughs> I, would, I would take it as my lieutenant all the time. But, I mean, yeah. Would you take anything else? Is the is the problem right? Like oh. it's it becomes too good. <laughs> well, I mean, but but I I think the, my my list is a good it's, illustration of why you don't want the anathematic as a as a lieutenant because. Right, so- Hide. Yeah, I mean, like having having this thing just like chilling somewhere is gross. <laughs> You're like, where is it going to come from? I don't know. Where's it going? Yeah. Where's it going? Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. I just like brain HMG. I, I'm going to use. I can't wait to to use it on somebody and then immediately roll all twenties. Your quadrinity. <laughs> My quadrinity. Yeah. Ah. Do you get do you get surprise attack on the hacking attacks as well? Yeah, sure. That's uh, definitely a bonus. Mm-hmm. the The dream is to land a pitcher with Kernow and then pop out of HD. So they're on neg three to hack back. Yeah, that's nice. Um, the stealth is also nice on yep. HI or hackers for that matter. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about stealth HI hacker? Um, so something time. that. That all of these aspects have in common, other than Monica, I guess, other than the uh, the Avatar mm-hmm. Plasma. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier the change to Plasma. Yeah. At first, I did not think it was going to be that big of a deal, right? Because you can use the you can use the teardrop template to get all kinds of weird angles and and really like strip a link out. Mm-hmm. But that round blast marker is terrifying, um, and I think it's because before. You had to work to get an angle to get two models that were next to each other. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you know, shoot the shotgun around the corner to hit two guys, you had to move out wide to maneuver that direction. Now you don't at all. Um, and that's a that's a really really big change. That yeah, it was bigger than I expected it to be. Um, and you know, combined as the the army with all the plasma options, right? So all of those, or almost all of the uh, aspects, uh, Q drones, total reaction blast. Yep. Yeah. The Urigan is good. So really good. Which one? The Urigan we know is good. So, yeah, I know, right? So same range bands as the Urigan. Yep. Um, Better BS though. Then, <laughs> yes. There's also going to be more links running around with. More wild cards everywhere. Generally, more links for everybody. Yeah. No Harris tax. So true. Right. True. Um. I mean, like regarding plasma, part of me wants to just like sort of dismiss it because you can say like, okay, well, um, right now we're all used to avoiding putting our guys in uh, teardrop template formation. Right. Yeah. So we pay yeah. a lot of attention about like. 
if you see a line of troops in infinity, that should immediately make you uncomfortable, right? Um, but, you know, bunching stuff up is just a natural tendency of moving models around. Um, so on the surface, you're like, oh, well, this is just a side effect of us having a bunch of stuff that, like, avoiding putting things in line so we, now it's bunched up. We'll learn to do the opposite where we put a corner between them or, like, put some intervening geometry between them. Um, so I, I think that we'll see it like the power of plasma drop a little bit as people try to figure, as people figure out how to position their stuff to avoid getting templated. But I think mm. the actual geometry is in plasma's favor here now with the change. So like, it's just, it's just harder to not have things in a, like a round template than it is a, a line template sometimes. Um, so I, I suspect it's, it's a net increase even, even after we figure out how to counter it, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, it's I I yeah agree. I think it's a overall just a buff, across the board just a buff. Um, and it's not just the plasma rifles, right? So all those aspects, Q drone. I think Kernow yep. are the the sorts of plasma rifles. Mm -hmm. But you also have the plasma sniper, mm -hmm. which is which is on the Unidron and the um, the uh, Overdrawn. And so now you've, you're combining. So what I used to like about the uh, the the HRL overdrawn, other than the much cheaper point cost, is I liked that round of blast marker because at long range, people aren't. It's harder to get a line of people from long range, in my yeah, experience. Yeah, very difficult. Just people don't do it, right? You usually have to maneuver at a funny angle and get close to to do that. So it was. I don't think I ever hit anything with the extended blast. So with the round blast on the HRL, I catch people around corners left and right. Um, so now it's a burst to BS 13, you know, damage 15 or 16, mm -hmm. uh, plasma sniper around that corner. Yeah. Gross. That's ugly. <clears throat> and yeah. on the cheaper end, the plasma carbines on the unidrons have blast as well. Mm -hmm. So you can have that 14 point dogged model standing there to watch your short approaches. And Adam, we lost sound on you for some reason. Sorry, but you were saying, Stan? Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's another model that you can leave out safely to ARO and ARO's with templates like, yeah, he's only ballistic skill 11, but 14's in good range, and that's going to give me pause. Sure. Bringing my wink yeah. up. Maybe or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Order to punch him out a little, or push him out a little. Mm -hmm. Hey, you... You catch somebody moving through cover or moving in a link, that's they're going to be sad. Um, Unitrons in general, I think this is definitely worth talking to more when we get to Onyx, but yeah. they got a ton of buffs, just a ton of them. So before they just had Auto Tool and Dogged, right? Auto Tool was remote presence, except you could be possessed by Mnemonica, was all it was. So now they still have remote presence, they still have Dogged, which also means they have courage. Uh, they were already shocking me because they had structure, but they picked up uh, plus three to discover out of the blue. And plus one dodge. Movement. And plus one inch dodge. So if they manage to pass their Fizz 10 dodge, they're moving an extra inch. Yeah, talk about the random. Thing, yeah, yeah, right? Like, I don't know where that one came from, but the plus three to discover is pretty rad because it mm -hmm. basically means they're whip 15 for discovering people. And if I'm going to discover you in my next op at whip 15 and I have a plaza weapon, you're going you're gonna to shoot me. I'm going to draw you out of that, sure. out of that camo state. Yeah. Um, even if it's only burst two, you can't risk taking one hit. Well, the other nice thing is that it sort of now doesn't replace, but 
uh, like cover sensor, right? Because now, like, I, I've been thinking a lot more lately as yeah. I'm getting more in games of N4 in. Um, having a, a reliable way to deal with camo is very important to me now. I mean, it always was, but um, the tricks I use now to deal with it are, are less reliable because of the changes to dodge, them being able to dodge away in zone of control without seeing me, dodging around the corner in zone of control to like mess me up. Um, yeah, so I, I really want uh, some other tool for that. And sensor was sort of what I was reaching for. But in combined, I may just take uh, a Unidron because I can just throw it around the corner, throw it under the bus, and discover you on whip 15 and then shoot you in the face of the template. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, another very small buff that Unidron's got, but it's kind of it's actually kind of a big deal, is that their K1 combi profile used to cost half a swag. Mm-hmm. It still does. It doesn't. No. You're looking at the, the firewall one. The tin bot. You're right. The yeah, tin, the tin bot, bot one does. Which you know you'll want that in a link, but so now yeah, you kind of have the... two options for the for the basic weapon for it and a K1 combi on a buffable platform is not bad. Yeah, and I mean you it's know because because we all we all know that uh, that uh, having flash false be your your go to 24 inch weapon is. Uh, Shall we say frowned upon in some internet circles? <laughs> uh, but fifteen points for a plasma carbine forward observer is yeah, pretty freaking good. Yeah, no, like it's... target specialists at fifteen points is yeah. very nice. Oh, and they can go prone and stuff, right? They yes, that's huge. Yeah, and they're yeah. not CC five anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the quote unquote good boy bots are scarier now. Yeah, as as tabletop show again says in chat. Um, yeah, no, they're they're fantastic. I I I have some in my cabinet. I think you assembled some for me, right, Adam? Is that is that a true statement? Oh, uh, possibly. I don't even know. You assembled my Onyx box, so you must have. Yes. Okay, so there's some in there somewhere. I'll I'll use them against you at some point. I mean, when I when I first started combining way back when in N3. Um, I use Unidrons as my as my line troops, as my cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. You know, combined has fourteen point cheerleaders. Um, yeah, you but, can have you can have Unidrons, you can have Datarazi, you can have Krakots. Like, what yeah. do you want at fourteen I, points? I really think Unidrons, even in vanilla, have a bit of a place now. That is a ferocious little guy to be holding down an area. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the flash pulse thing. Uh, the joke was. Uh, Zerats are bad or were bad in N3 because they have a boarding shotgun and uh, flash pulse oh. and flash pulse was bad. Apparently, I don't know. You can you can ask yeah. the internet. The internet had strong opinions. I I dared defend a Zerat boarding a shotgun Ford Observer because I thought flash pulse was not a bad ARO option at whip 13 and a 24 inch range with mimetism. What do I know? Yeah, it's just like the thing that everybody uses all the time with their Fugazis. Yeah, right. It's terrible, apparently. Yep. Um, but no, um, yeah, Unidrons are solid. So, uh, something else I think that we remiss to ignore. I kind of feel like vanilla combined. Still talking vanilla here, right? Is the airborne deployment faction? I'm gonna put it out there. And I used to say that it was it was nomads because Tomcats, Hellcats, like. And I guess Raul, right, in Vanilla. Is he Vanilla? No, he's not. Okay, phew. Um, but they have, you know, Nomads had the best, or a lot of good AD options. But now, 
when it comes to yeah for uh vanilla combined they have so many choices right yeah they have less ava than other factions vanilla factions have in total but the the so it's ava one on all their ad models and combined except for the Avatron, but you know they're they're not rods the, i think the fracta is too i believe they're is ava two yeah. So, yeah, so you've got AVA2 of two wound uh, airborne deployment dudes, all of them with uh, direct template weapons, mm-hmm. right? Because they all either have the boarding shotgun or nanopulsers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're solid PS12 troops. Um, yeah. yeah. You have you have a very, very angry Van Zant uh, in, in the Erasiat. He's not angry. He's uh, just very excited to start diplomatic proceedings. He is... He is so excited. I mean, holy crap, right? This is, this, it makes me a little bit sad with my Van Zandt. It's like, I'm like, where's your eclipse grenades, bro? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> like, Van Zandt coming up your deployment zone with eclipse grenades, D charges, great in close combat, good guns. Emitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for Specialist profile. Get that in there. The the uh, close combat on a drop trooper too is also strikes me as a little more rare. I don't yeah, that's that's true. I can't think of another one that's really Raul. that's good. You know, there, there's other ones that are acceptable. Raul is very good. Yeah, Raul is good, right? And but, so is Cuervo Goldstein. <laughs> also, how about for a non named sure sure, troop, sure, right? sure sure that's fair. Um, yeah, it's. It is not a thing that comes uh, usually comes cheap. Ooh, I did notice that the specialist operative Rassiat loses his DACCW. He is just forced to decharge you three times and then revert to his heavy pistol. Dear, <laughs> um, <laughs> boo! But that could so also Rass- be a mistake. Oh, it could be. It could be. Just like freaking the hop used to have total immunity, and they removed that on me. Not bitter at all. <laughs> you removed it. So, like, sorry, a bit of a side. I played a game against Eric, and I totally thought Nahab had total immunity because that's what Army told me. And then yeah. I was playing the game, and then and I was like, he has total immunity. And then Clint, who was commentating, was like, no, 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 he doesn't. I was like, sure he does. I just looked at this. <laughs> I looked it up, and sure enough, it's just immunity shock. And I was like, what? I said I hinged my whole plan on this. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But yeah. Uh, so this this could easily be a mistake. Wow. But on AD, wait, there's more. Yeah. Yeah. There's so Cadmuses. Yeah, the Cadmus. The Cadmus is solid. You know, they, they nerfed it a bit, thank God. It's not it's not a laser accurate airborne deployment anymore with the way that uh with the way that decoys work. Right. But it still has mind clearing airborne deployment. That's really strong. And Morphoscan doesn't come up that often, but the games that it does and you you don't drop next to Sun Zay and steal his BS. I don't think that's yeah. a thing anymore. Oh, develop ship. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Never mind. So I was looking at the wrong one. So way. there. So there. Oh, there. Um, or it has a hacker profile, so you drop and steal somebody's better willpower. Mm-hmm. And then hack them with it. Yeah. It's I mean it's oh. it's not bad. It's a lot cheaper, but it's still very good. Um it's it's a very unique threat as well that there, there's nothing else that drops a mine when it ads, right? Like, yeah, exactly. If you don't activate it, you're leaving. You're leaving. Like you said, you're leaving a mine for them to deal with. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's here now. 
um, and decoy. So it's a lot of headspace for your opponent to have to worry about. Um, yeah, it's all it's not very expensive. No, it's right. quite affordable. I mean, you just, you just can't points. you just can't lead like litter the the midfield with things. It's only ABA one. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's Chesvasti too. So for scoring games, mm-hmm. you know they have to double tap in order yep. to keep it from scoring in his own. Yep, and then we got that. Um, we got the 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 Tariot. Terriat, yep. the the thing that no Morat player asked for, um, and at first I was like, "Boo! What is this thing? It's dumb. It's not a Rasgat." But it's kind of <laughs> grown on me. Twenty-four yeah. points, boarding shotgun, paramedic. It's not and bad. Explode. And the thing is, explode! How that like, jump explode? E drones are still really good, so you will likely have one. You're landing on fifteens with explode. It's fine. That's a that's not bad. Yeah, seems good. And then you're a specialist, so like, screw that specialist guarding the objective. I'm going to land on him and blow him up, and then take the objective from him. How very Morat. Yeah, right. Problem solved. I did it. <clears throat> <There's> some... <laughs> we need to do something about their specialist taking objectives. Well, why don't we explode them and then take it from them? Mm. <laughs> now, now you're cooking with gas. Yeah, I see why you're the general, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course. Of course, the the one, the only, the most amazing airborne deployment I think in the game, uh, Kodali. Yep. Holy moly! Because BS fourteen MSV two dual assault pistols. Yeah, whatever the hell you want it. Yeah, it's a shame she's only PH thirteen though. Yeah, if you're going to invest in her airborne deploying, you're you're absolutely going to be taking an e drone. <laughs> but she's a, she's another piece too, where you know she's kind of feast or famine. Like you're going to drop her in, and if she can kill a couple guys and eat a couple guys, she's going to be amazing. But she's still a one wound model, mm-hmm. right? So she takes a while to snowball, and she's really expensive for those points. So if something goes wrong, you know, you drop her, and then it turns out they have to and they gun her down. Like yeah. you're out a lot. I mean, this is sort of why I wanted to make the Bromet Academy mission uh, drop troops this month, because I like just the way I build lists. I've been building a lot of ten order lists, or like you know twelve order lists over the past couple of games that I've been in, or like just theory crafting as I try to prepare for games. Um, and including a single drop troop in like a ten order list is a really really big deal. Like either, yeah. like like you said, yeah. right? Either goes amazingly well, and then it's it's game, right? Like I snowball to the point where it's game, or I flub the roll and they land in my deployment zone, and then they do nothing. The thing is, she she really is a. I think a snowball is an excellent way to describe her. Um, where I've had some pretty ridiculous luck running her is when I KO somebody's workhorse. Oh no. <laughs> and then and then she lands next to it, eats it for lunch. Right. And now I'm now you're cooking with fire. Now you've got a two wound Kodali yep. in their deployment zone. Yep. And like usually that's accompanied at least in a lot of my lists by a um all that journalist blood humming in her veins. Yes. But with like a speculative killer up there throwing smoke for her to hide in. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Oh, it's yeah, when she works, it's she carries your army. Yeah. Sure. Um, 
You know, and the thing is, like, 40, 39 points, right, for the fair board appointment one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not insanely expensive for combined. That's kind of in the moderate realm, I feel like. Um, yeah. If she doesn't work, you have other options. She didn't eat up any of your swick. But holy hell, when she works, it's it's just devastating. Yeah, that's pretty gross, for sure. So and yeah, with all these with all these amazing airborne deployment choices and their vanilla, for me it's it's a little bit of a when you're gonna start playing combined, it's which flavor of airborne deployment are you gonna consider? Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you don't take one, if your opponent has reason to suspect you might have one, if you have points off the board, like the threat is so versatile that they don't know what to what to expect. Right. Is it going to melee me? Is it going to visor me? Is it going to be two wounds and standing there with a boarding shotgun? Or Spitfire? Uh, is it going to be is it going to be very is it going to be angry Van Zant? Is it or is it an Octaver? <laughs> Who knows? Is it could be literally anything. It's, or Lignos or an Athematic or the thing is this is what combined army. This is why I actually the thing that one of the things that really drew me to them is that they're an army that that fill that requires a ton of headspace from your opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you ha- you really have to know the arm. The, like this is definitely an army you have to know the opposition very well, where things can go really poorly for you. Yeah, even if it's a malignos, a malignos will mess you up. Like there's so many ways to hide points off the board and a thematic sphinx mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that it really creates like a lopsided amount of intelligence of what's on the table. Um, and you, you basically, I, I feel like you want to try to force your opponent to guess as long as possible to the point where I could definitely see taking your, your quote, 15 order list. That's only 14 models and one, one group of nine and one group of five. Mm. Yeah. We'll talk about this more in Chaz Vosti, but that's something I routinely do with them is take less than a full 10 order pool. You know, even if I'm not going to have any, if I'm not going to have major amounts of TO, like just having nine orders, everybody sees nine orders as there's something missing. Right. If you do eight orders or seven orders, like people are like, okay, whatever. Small group, there's another group. But that nine order group fucks with people. Less so well, now, uh... I think. Yeah. I've definitely just like run a bunch of nine order groups lately just because it just happens. I'm not really thinking about it. So I, I don't really give all that much stock to people's order groups anymore because it seems to be heading towards like, you know, seven, eight, six. I mean, yeah, I'm even, yeah. I've even considered six, five before, depending on what it is. Well, but six, five is a very different thing to face on the table than nine, five. Sure. You know, um, when when it's clearly you've split your pools, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. When it's like, how come they didn't go to 10? Why do they stop at nine? Is that something I should worry about? Is there a way, you know, is there some way that, that a, uh, that a Suryat can come, or not Suryat, a uh, Rassiat can come give me a bad day? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's a psychological game. Um, it actually reminds me a lot of playing Tyranids in second edition 40K, okay. which is forever ago. Yep. But basically, like, they weren't amazing, but they messed with your opponent's army so much that there was always this, like, annoyed fear of playing against Tyranids in a tournament. 
because you don't know what's going to happen. And that's what I really get the feel of when I'm playing combined is that my opponent, unless I'm playing more ads, right? My opponent generally has no idea what they're facing. They'll see a few things and they're like, okay, what's under the camo markers? What do you have off the table? What does a sepsitor do? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a bad question to ask. That's, you that's, want to be asking that question before the template is out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's the worst. Yeah. Um, but so there's, it's, it is just a very lopsided intelligence game. And as the combined player, like, again, this is like probably the army that I played the most for a long time. Um, and that is, I know what you do because you're a human. You do roughly human things. You have roughly human guns. Like Nothing about you is scary. You're just a little human. It's fine. Well, I mean, you can pretend to be human. Right? Yeah. Um, so speaking of, uh, let's talk about Shaz Vasti. Uh, so this is the army that we had. I think it was a, quite a bit of a preview of the design philosophy that went into N4. But you know, now that we're actually here at N4, what do they, you know, what does it all mean? What, what do they look like um out of the box? And you know, we saw the the Cadmus get toned down, which I think is very fair. Um but I don't know. Dan, you've you've had more opportunity to play them. I've played them once so far in N4. Yeah, so Olaf was my home faction, but I fairly quickly went to Shazvasti and played them for a long time. Um, I think a lot of the changes that they did were more uh, fixing holes than they were dramatic changes to how the Sectorial plays. Okay. Um, with the exception of the new units and the revamped units, uh, like, for example, the Guaylos and the Caliban, function completely differently than they used to. Um, right. Generally, Shazvasti is uh, high camo, very brittle, um, not a lot of staying power once things are revealed, but you have a lot of opportunity to set traps and have, an, have uh, asymmetric information over your opponent. Um, but as you start revealing what's under the camo markers, like they're not going to stand up to too much they're not going to stand up to too much uh, pain. Um, I think we got a lot of preview of how N4 was going to be in terms of how they designed them. Um, we have... So what do so, you think so... about... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, what do you think about, like, Seed Soldiers are, I think, a prime Seed example soldiers. of a unit that's you're going to see a lot when you're playing against Shazvasti. Yeah, they're good now, which is fantastic because they spent a long time being basically unplayable. Um, you know, for 16 points, you get a model that you're not going to use turn one because it's going to be in a seed, but it's going to be under camo. And when it does come out, it's going to have a Panzerfaust. Yeah, so it's, it had a DEB. Now it has a Panzerfaust. Big change. Yeah. Big change for the better. Um, it's hard for me to not just start a Shazvasti list by buying multiples of them. Right. Because you can, you can very Two easily with Like So one big change in the sectorial is it is viable to have 
lots of guys not under camo now because you have Nox, you have Guilos changed to be effectively an HI badass. Um, so you don't have to be all under camo, but you still can play a list that is entirely camo, wherein your courtesy list is blank. Um, and that's really fun. It's also requires a bit of finesse to play because anytime you're revealing what's under a camel marker, you're giving away a bit of that advantage you have. Mm -hmm. And almost everything's just one wound. There's some auto med kits out there, uh, which some of the time will work, but, um, although now at least you don't have to pay for the, for the uh, attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's a big deal. I guess, I guess, what do you guys think is their way out of the deployment zone? I mean, obviously, they have excellent midfield skirmishers. That's 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 not in question here, right? So, so you got the midfield. Uh, you've got uh, the specular killers can be you use them essentially just to clear a path, either with smoke or with killing whatever sniper was set out. Um, I would want to have to rely on a Cadmus to clear the to clear your deployment zone, right? possible um you know most of your stuff is going to start in the midfield you know you have access to up to four shrouded which is well so that's crazy. that's all kind of the thing right like i don't think that they are an army that fights their way out of the deployment zone right they like, start out of the they're gonna sneak out of it yeah they start out of it or they you know you could uh you could roll and go over the line having up to four shrouded means that that's less of a risk than with other factions, I think, because you have mm-hmm. backups. Um, yeah, I mean, when you think about like, I generally think of like the HMG as the shoot myself out of my deployment zone gun. Yeah, they only have, they only have three platforms for it: their TR bot, which might be their their most solid platform for it, the Guilo, and the Nox. And right. Nox are their BS. It's a BS eleven HMG. That's you know the end. Um, you know, they're worse at gunfighting than a Fusilier when it comes to long-range firefights. But, I th- yeah, and the Guaylo, I think, is your, your next option for it. And it's fine. It's a BS-13 heavy infantry with um, with Albedo and a nano screen, So that can potentially do it. There's a lot of opportunity cost there. 45 points is two camo markers. Um, and, and the Swick. And the Swick. Which, yeah, there's lots of good options for Swick in the army. And right, things like Specular Killer eat one or one and a half a piece. Uh, plus your Noctifers. Like, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to be sneaking out of the zone. Um, if you if the enemy didn't bring Visor or if you can kill the Visor easily, like th- then that's going to give you more options for it. You've got Noctifer, Spitfire, or uh, the, new, the new Caliban. Uh, MSV one infiltrating Spitfire, I'm sorry, forward deployment Spitfire could also you know shoot your way out by just stacking mods. Mm-hmm. Um, provided they don't have you know somebody watching you with a visor, but yeah, generally you're going to be trying to start most of the way out of your zone and then trying to fight at 24. Like a lot of the army wants to just fight at 24 inches or so. Mm-hmm. You have. Uh, a fair number of Spitfires and Red Furies out there, uh, or uh, shock, uh, marksman rifles on at least one. 
uh, more profiles. So what do you guys think uh, of uh, Octavia and how that she's in in Chesvasti? I like her for Shazvasti because in terms of having an active turn heavy punch like that, you didn't have too many options besides besides having to do like, say, a Malignos. Um, say the enemy's got a tag. Like, you could kill it in close combat was your old way of doing it, or you could try and shoot it with a missile launcher, burst one. Like, that's rough odds. I think if you know you're going to be facing tags, it's would be nice to be able to bring her like say one of those scenarios where you get bonus scoring for tags um see it's interesting for me i i don't like her that much in sauce because if i take her it means i'm not taking a nocturne for a missile launcher um and she is kind of one of those tools to punch your way out and i usually find other other tools to do that with you know, and Maligno's multi-sniper will put a TR bot at negative 12 easily. For yeah. example. Do you, do you take one often, though? A Maligno's multi-sniper? Well, if I felt like I need, you know, if I felt like I was facing more TR bots, our meta is so anti-ARO that it hasn't really been an issue. Um, but I think I if think I was... I think I'm going to be taking him more than I used to, because there's going to be more HI out there. Yeah. Um, um, I also really like the High Duke. Yeah, right. Similar thing. You've got mimetism because of sapper yep. and cover mm-hmm. and range. So you can neg nine a TR bot pretty easily as long as they don't crit you. Uh, you're in okay shape there. Or um, you can try to use the smart rounds you know, if you want to get really crafty. Although without Satlock, I don't know about Are that. Still a thing? This, uh, it's only on the uh, yeah. Nox. Yeah, the Nox has the guided BS attack multi-sniper. And it's so much better than it was. Because now, guided just adds a blast marker to whatever mode you are firing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So now it's a damage 15 DA blast. Mm -hmm. So so that is one major change, is having functional links in Chazvasti. And I haven't played around with that too much. Mm. Um, But the idea, you know, of a multi, like a a five-man Nox link, it's... It, it feels a little frightening because you're like Fizz 10, Armor 1, Jobbers that are a little expensive, 14 points apiece. Um, but being able to bring that guided sniper is great. Being able to build around the idea that you're going to put Chase Skin or Hashed in the link. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. giving those models that are like real tanks to start with, uh, even just plus one burst, like a three-man link, um, I want to experiment more with Shayskin in a bringing along two Noxes with her to push buttons and give her a bonus burst. Yeah, that... yeah. I mean, they're they're definitely good link filler for sure. They bring some interesting toolkit. I mean, it would be it would be worthwhile taking the Nox uh, multi sniper with 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 guided because you know I I've I've come to really enjoy pushing a multi sniper into the midfield and shooting across the table like the horizontal way. That's been very beneficial for me in my games. Um, so getting able to being able to do that uh, for relatively cheap and have Sheeskin in there is also also great. Um, uh, Kevin Hamilton in in chat is saying like Victor Messer plus uh, uh, Sensor Bot and um, the Guilos might be might be interesting to to think about too. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Having having a hacking device plus is great. 
Uh, he, he's also a stealth hacker, which is a big deal, especially if you're going to be wandering around with Repeater in the middle of the table. Um, yeah, plus and, one burst and, nanopulsor too, which is funny. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I feel like plus one burst nanopulsors are always like a bit gimmicky. But uh, every but then but then I'm always reminded of like chain rifling something and having it not die even though it hit it took the hit and didn't make the dodge or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've been on the receiving end of Aguilos uh, quite a, quite a few times now. Um, it's it's okay is I think what yeah. I'm getting what boils down to for me. Um, having having the ability to throw something in the Harris is helpful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I I did like seeing the um, the lieutenant HRL uh, on the table. That actually had a lot of uh, awful awful capability against me. It killed a bunch of my stuff <laughs> in one game, um, and it's an excellent way to punch out and hit something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Shazer are in a great a great spot. There's not a huge amount of difference between uh, N3 Shaz and N4 Shaz. I mean, for obvious reasons, right? They they were sort of thinking about N4 when they made N3 Shaz, much the same way they were thinking about like uh, White Banner and Svalheima when they were making the N3 versions. In fact, that's what they did. They like dumbed it down for N3 or whatever, however you want to explain it. Um, right. So Shaz is definitely in that in that boat as well. Um, Shaz, well, I think... Say, I... Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. I was saying Shaz, Shaz is also, you know, one of the, like White Banner, at least in my mind, uh, where one of the sectorials where uh, AVA or availability makes a huge difference in your build style, right? Than you said it at the beginning. The th first thing that you do when you when you uh, start a Shaz list is you find Seed Soldier and then spam it a few times, see what happens, right? I, I definitely would think about starting there as well. I mean, personally, I'm less interested in like throwing a bunch of Nox into a link, but that's just me because I don't enjoy that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they're in a, in a great spot, and I look forward to playing them when I get more models with Defiance at the end of the year. Right when I when I play them, it's a lot like playing. It's actually a lot of playing Ariadna, uh, which is kind of a funny comparison. Like other than like they get a lot of camo, mm -hmm. but with my USA, I find that because I can't throw a lot of modifiers in my favor, I'm finding other ways to deal with enemy ARO pieces. Uh, coordinated orders are a really popular one. Um, you have know, got plenty of smoke in in USA, but you don't in in Shaz. But those seed soldiers. Taking a couple of sea soldiers, throwing those in a coordinated order with a Panzerfaust against some nasty ARO piece your opponent has, mm -hmm. like that's how you that's how you shoot your way out of your deployment zone. Throw one guy into the bus for the survival of the rest, mm. or just you know run one of your run one of your shrouded up, spend two or three orders, get him in position, and then call me rifle with stacked mods. Yep. What do, you, what do you guys think of uh, What do you guys think of Jath? I haven't run them yet. I'm. They're really expensive, it seems to me, for being one moon models. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously the ODD or the Minimatism Neg Three is really good. Um, Neg Six. They want. I'm sorry, yes, Neg Six. What I mean. The thing is, like, um, they want smoke so bad. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, and this army only has the uh, speculo for smoke. Right. So your speculo is going to be doing something else. I do see myself occasionally taking the uh, the synced Jath. I, I could see that in some uh, in some scenarios, mm -hmm. being able to bring that taiga up um, in a controlled fashion seems interesting. And EM grenades uh, models profiles with EM grenades are great because you got a lot of um, 
you have a lot of models that can put out spotlight or can target designate. And then right. like I don't... grenades that uh fizz 13 is not bad. I kind of like the red fury profile. Um yeah. And because mm-hmm. I, I mean I like my Spitfire on my Myrmidons. And that guy has smoke, he doesn't, you know, Jake doesn't, but an ODD Red Fury is brutal. You know, you're putting your opponent at negative nine, possibly negative twelve with range, and you're hitting him on twelves with MSV one, so you you can ignore a level of camo. Um, that's not bad. It's expensive. It's thirty eight points for one wound, but I, I guess I'm used to that out of uh, out of playing Steel Phalanx, anyways. But yeah, there's also just a larger focus on close combat right now. Mm-hmm. And there are more very models that have. Sorry? So they're very good at it. Yeah, they're very good at it. And Chesvasti has less options for models that are good at close combat, especially with the change to uh, camo. You know, camo used to give you surprise attack at negative six in melee. So you could walk up with a malignos and maybe ambush somebody if you had to. But now it's much harder to take a. You know, a non-purpose build close combat model, and you could have uh, a close combat model walk up and just start causing problems for you. So, you know, yeah, uh, making the Caliban more of a close combat fighter, replacing the Ashwang with it. Those those two profiles kind of got rolled together. Um, mm-hmm. Means you're not just relying on the specula to do everything for you. Although, man, so Caliban and Jay can fix that problem. Availability to speculate mine layers. Yeah, that's that's really hard to argue with. But to, just to finish the discussion on Jath, I mean, I I kind of feel like, and, and this is like JSA player in me speaking, it, they feel a little like Shikami to me, right? Because yeah. people have shit on Shikami for a very long time. They're like, why do I want this? It's got an assault pistol, and now it doesn't even have Nimbus grenades, and sure it can like do a crazy cool anime jumpy nonsense, but like at the end of the day. It doesn't really do much. Um, it is a specialist, right? So that has that on on these um, these JTH, except for obviously the specialist operator profile. But I, I think uh, it's less, and it also has two wounds in comparison to the JTH as well. So I, I, I think uh, I'll need to try it on the table before I can really make a, a definitive statement, and even then, probably not. Uh, but I suspect just looking at the profile and the way I play. Shikami and the way I approach the problem is I'll probably treat this very similarly in that you have to develop it. Um, you can't just put it on the table and expect it to do something. It has to be part of your plan and you have to balance like it, you wanting to use it because it's sweet. Like you're like, this is sweet. I want to play with this. Uh, so you, you want to sink a bunch of orders into it and expect useful stuff out of it. I think that's a mistake. So you have to like pull that back, to pull that impulse back and uh, find a way to develop it so that it's in a relative position with orders at the bottom of three, and I think it will deliver if you give it that opportunity. But that's a lot of setup, and it's much easier to say like, "I'll just take a shrouded. I know what that does. I don't have to think about it. It's where I want it immediately. It does the thing, and I'm done." Right? But um, yeah, this this definitely feels like a hipster profile that I, I would love to explore. I definitely do agree that it's not an immediate, <laughs> immediate plus. I like this more than Tawu. I'll just say that. And I feel like I should point out to you that the twenty five point version has EM mines. Yes, which is which, which is, is weird. Excellent. Yes, uh, they put the EM there so John would take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 
yeah, that's definitely on my radar. So I could see an interesting Harris of one of those 25-point cutthroats and then Hashed and uh, Victor. Sure. It would give you Hacker, it would give you Hash as your gunfighter, and then you have the Jaith to be your close assault guy plus drop mines guy mm-hmm. plus chain rifle guy. Mm-hmm. First three chain rifle. Yeah. I, I can see that. I mean, yeah, I that don't think there's anything wrong. Good. And, so, and at 25, it's it's worth taking in a Harris, I think. Yeah. Sargosh is expensive, man. He's 37 expensive. points. Pretty. I mean, like, if you're building, if you're buying him, you're probably building the list around him because that means right. you're probably putting him in a link. I mean, you just want to play with, like, the, the DACCW, a.k.a. the Rock Crusher Fist. Right, like the most 40k weapon in all of Infinity. Yeah, right. You might as well call it a Power Fist. Or, sorry, Chain Fist. Chain Fist. Yeah, but like I mean, they put a rock drill on the end of some guy's arm. That's 40k. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but and he's cool. MSV1 with multi-rifle yeah. in a link. Pretty good. Maybe. But then, like, building the list around him, then. Yeah, like, like I think, I think uh, you know, Jath and Sargosh are definitely like, I want to take this because I'm making an explicit choice to take it, and it's not because it fills a right. role that I was desperately in want of, right, to, to address or whatever. But yeah, I mean, like I'll I'll take it because I want to be hipster and I I enjoy that process. But anyway, yeah, no, it's so I think I think Shazvasi are fine. Um, I think we're gonna see a lot of them once um once we uh once we see the five ships. Yeah, yeah, there's gonna be a lot up on eBay and the short term once that hits and there'll be a lot of people playing them because they have the army already from mm-hmm. defiance it's true so we're talking about more rats let's talk about more rats murder monkeys more rats are great you you everybody knows what they're getting with more rats yep well there's, sort there's of. nothing sort of right so like We've talked about this a lot before, and basically Morats are definitely like a are you good at the fundamentals of infinity faction? Right? Yes. Like you can't like they, there's no there's no tricks. They don't have a camo state at all, right? If I'm not mistaken. No. No, no there's, 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 camo. there's like no tricks or anything, you're just like direct application of force. Um, but it's not just like willy nilly just rush in and get some stuff done. You need to uh be pretty careful about how you apply it when and where and all that good stuff and pace yourself, right? Because you could you could easily try to do an alpha strike, extend a link, and then be dead. So uh, they're definitely yeah. not as advertised the face punching army where you just sort of like slug it out and hope for the best. Yeah, I think a lot of people get dissuaded like when they I've known a couple of people, uh including Reese from uh from 40k fame. Um he was like, yeah, I'm going to play Morats because I like orcs. And it's like, no, this is, you're going to be sad. You're going to be very sad. Like, they don't just go running out there screaming daka, daka, daka in a wog and watching the enemy fall over because they believe so. Like, mm-hmm. they are they're, they're bad moon orcs. Well, right? the thing is, to me, like, lots of them, they're, they're expensive for what they are. They will shoot it out, but not as good as the best shooters. They will melee pretty well. They're 
you know, obviously they have some melee pieces that are amazing, but like, they're not just going to like, you, you can't just win any fight that you put them at. Yeah. The thing, what I think their strength is that they're, is that they're um, kind of the most reliable units in the game. If you put the Amora there, he is going to stay there until he is dead. You know, they're all religious, which means they're not going to duck for cover unless mm-hmm. you want them to. And even then, oh, they might not. Um, so that helps. They're all veteran. So they don't care about being isolated, which is amazing. If they're in Lost Lieutenant, they generate regular orders as normal. Um, both of those are very, very solid. Uh, especially actually on their hackers. Having veteran hackers is rad since isolation is kind of their best anti-hacking tool. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're just a very reliable army and they're going to, like John said, they're going to play the, the, they're going to play infinity. Well, if you play infinity, well, you will play Morats Well, if you are new to the game and you're starting off with Morats, they, you're going to have a hard time with them until you learn how to play infinity. Well, mm-hmm. um, but once you do that, they're really, they're very rock solid because they combine with, you know, at that point in time, you develop your skill where you understand the core fundamentals of the game and you combine that with reliable infantry and you're not going to be surprised yourself. You're not going to surprise the opponent, but at the same time, your ARO piece isn't going to duck for cover at the first sign of enemy fire. Yeah. They're also kind of the active lieutenant uh, faction because everybody's got veterans, so you can afford yeah. to take a lieutenant and be risky with them. Mm-hmm. And they have some pretty badass lieutenants. They do. Right, I think, what is it, Kornak brings two orders just by himself? Well, so Kornak brings three. Yeah. So Kornak has uh, Lieutenant with plus one Lieutenant order and Stratagos. So Mm -hmm. by himself, he is generating three orders for your army. Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty good for 45 points. I'll take that. (laughs) Not... And he's a power card. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Stick him wherever. They also have the rack track, which is a solid wild card choice. Yep. Um, doesn't do a ton, but I mean, for 26 points and one swick, a BS 12, uh, number two wild card rack track that you can put in any link, mm-hmm. like just sprinkle it wherever you want it. And they're all specialist operative. So the rack track, if you're running like a, a Dottorazi link, which is generally a war band that you can link, um, throw your rack track in there. Now you have a gun and a specialist. NCO option as well. I've never once taken the NCO. And it's mostly because I'm using a lieutenant. Either I'm using Kornak. Who's going to give me regular so you orders. Don't, you don't need general. NCO if you have Kornak. Yeah. Or I'm using somebody like a, um, oh, like a Sogarat for my lieutenant who's using his lieutenant order by himself. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's sure. rare that I'm taking a lieutenant that, you know, like maybe if I'm taking it's a Suryat lieutenant it. in the link. Huh? You're 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 never taking one that isn't going to want to use it themselves. Yeah, exactly. They all have plenty of use that order. Um, so yeah, I felt like there was a big deal made about it when people, when it came out, but I've just never been inclined. Like maybe if I took that Suryat lieutenant with the extra lieutenant order in the HMG, but I also like that lieutenant as a solo piece. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably a good good idea to take, especially that. Fearback plus one guy, plus one burst guy, who's gross. Fear. Oh, the uh, yeah, Sogarat. Uh, Sogarat. Mm-hmm. 
I was talking about there's a there's a Suryat, which is like their mobile brigada. Yeah. There's an HMG with an extra HMG with an extra lieutenant order. Also good. So you might be inclined to put that in a link, which is fine. In which case, yeah, you might want NCO. But or take I've the tactical awareness guy if that's what you himself. want instead. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I you know, I used to run the Suryat lieutenant with HMG by himself as my go-to lieutenant because there's always something left out that you want to take out with that HMG. <laughs> There's always something that needs HMGing. Right. And, you know, he's got the bonus wound and the good armor. So, like, even if it's not necessarily the best odds, you can be like, well, mm-hmm. I can risk this because he's probably not going to die, like, to an ARO. And if I take it out, great. That's just like three points. And if so, he does die, they're Morats, so they don't care. <laughs> You just yeah, have to be careful not to stuff your list full of like bots and stuff, and then you can actually make that statement, though, right? Because it is right. tempting to throw a bunch of bots. Because combined bots are great, right? Yeah, they're so good. They're the only faction with with uh, an Edron that has a gun. Sorry, uh, Evo Evo repeated thing that has a gun. Um, so that's pretty rad. Yeah, AP immunity is also great because they're always that means they're always oh, sorry, yeah, BTS like, six. Yep. Yeah, that's new. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty fantastic. That's random. That's a random thing for them to have. What? The the AP immunity? Yeah. So the thing is, that's not just against armor-piercing ammunition. That's also not going to work against, like, Breaker. Mm-hmm. What was Breaker before? Mm-hmm. Huh. It's pretty rad. Um, yep. It's it's mean. It's mean. Yeah, just, I mean, Morats in general are just mean. They just, like, punch you in the face and you just stop moving. But you have to, like, you know, it's not it's not free. You have to be careful about it. Yeah, and what I will say is that they were—they are the army with no surprises, mm-hmm. and now they have one. That okay. damn rats, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not a surprise and, if you like. I don't—I don't know if it's well, a surprise. You always you have to. The, like, you know what's coming. Yeah. You know what the surprise is. You know what the surprise is, the John. Third, the third rats. Yeah, the second and third rats. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the surprise right there. Fine. I mean, it's not though because if your opponent is counting, there's nothing else that's off the board, right? But. Stop ruin stop crushing my dreams, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, can we talk actually about Morad Air Force really quick? Sure. <laughs> three Tariats and three Rassiats? Yeah, they have six AVA on drop troops, mm-hmm. three of them with explode, three of them with paratrooper enemy deployment zone. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And <laughs> You could turn one really be in somebody's deployment zone. Yeah, with this forget more aggression force. Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, forget RAF. It's the more air force. And you know, like the immediate thing that somebody's going to say is, "Well, that's like what, like, hundred and sixty points or something that you're dropping." And it's like, "Oh, cool. Well, I could just bring a Hungry's link with my Osnat for like thirty-four oh. points." Be careful. She doesn't make them regular anymore. Oh, okay. That's a big change. That's, that's a that's a that's a pretty big nerf to Morats in general. So are they an irregular link team? They are. They generate irregular orders, and they are in a link. So if they use those irregular orders, the link breaks. Okay. So that's a which change. Means, yeah, which means the only time you're going to be taking that link now is if you plan on like turn one running them up the board, I mean, breaking the link, the link. And then, yeah, yeah, and then reforming somewhere else. Otherwise, you're losing all of your impetuous orders. Right. So that's actually a big change then between N3 because I would often run 
that link just to be just to fund like just to run a, a Harris or a couple of powerhouse models. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's so cheap. What is it? You clocked in at what sixty five points or something ridiculous? Something uh, insane like that. Yeah. Yeah. 16. Move aside, you know, uh Quangxi link in ISS. Right? Now you have a red fury specialist smoke and like a bunch of angry chain rifles that are dogged, so why the heck yeah. not? It's a forty point link team if you want to do just the cockies. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty stupid. It's still pretty stupid. But I mean, like, what do you guys think of the Dadarazi link? I've, uh, you've used that to me, against me, to great effect, Than I remember back in the early yeah. days when, uh, oh, that was that? That was, um, Wotan. That was the Wotan campaign. You took, uh, oh, yeah. You took a, a link of, uh, Dadarazi against me, and that was a royal pain in the ass to deal with. Cause it was a whole link of mimetism, and I just wasn't ready for it. Whole link of mimetism and smoke grenades yep. and just fastballing grenades at my face. And, you know, they're fairly cheap at, like, 14 points for the basic models. Yeah, Dadarazi now, especially with more wildcard options, are still a very good link. I think they're probably a Dark Horse link still. Mm -hmm. Like, I think most people are going to be looking at Rodox, which are obviously amazing. Um, Or they're going to be looking at doing, like, a double three. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I could see... Actually, Dadarazi being a pretty cool small core, you know, two Dadarazi and Kornak, say. Um, sure. Or two Dadarazi and one of the Rakhtarax, and then, you know, Harris of Yaogats, Harris of Rodox, I believe they still have a Harris option. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to bring a. I, I, th- I think we were talking. I think. Um, we're talking about with Drews. You guys were talking about bringing along Wolfgang in the link. Yep. Because what what I've learned from playing Toha is that it's always good to have a, you know, I really think about links in terms of tag along models. Mm-hmm. So like you have your gunfighter and your specialist, and then you have like a guy who's just good to bring along. Like this model will do something if they, if I can advance them out the field and like, maybe I don't need them. You know, maybe I don't need the hacker this game. Maybe I don't need the guy with grenades this game, but it's good to have them. Um, in terms of a tag along model, it's good to have somebody who's good at assault. You won't use it every game, but some games there'll be the opportunity to just throw that assault piece in on somebody. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that with the Dadarazi, bring that Red Fury, Rakhtarak as a main shooter, maybe, and, and then two Dadarazi could be useful. I, I mean, now that Dadarazi have Berserk, they didn't have Berserk before, right? That's a new thing in N4? That's new. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, I sort of see, like, this scenario where you where you out and back, you know, the Rakhtarak, Red Fury, or Kornak. I give this, like, example link I made. So like you're at a corner, there's something around the corner you need to murder, you pop a gunfighter out, and you pop it back in. At the same time, you pop a Dadarazi out, assuming they don't have like a template weapon or something. Um, then you ask for arrows. Yeah. Hey, so, John, you want to do... Oh, I say you want to do something for me? Sure, what's up? Something crazy? Yeah. Take that last smoke grenade launcher, drop him. Okay. Throw in another Dadarazi, just the 14-point chain rifle. Okay. Boom. Now add, <laughs> uh, go to the medium infantry, throw in two Raziats with Spitfires. Okay. Backtracks. 
No, Razziats. Yeah. Um, okay. Then <laughs> go to our remotes. All right. Oh. oh no. Okay. We need two Icadrons. You got it. An R drone. Okay. An E drone. Okay. Two Tariat paramedics. Okay. And one Tariat boarding shotgun. Okay. And is this the combat group that you want? No, not at all. But is that, that 300 points? Yeah. Four and a half and 300. Yeah. I guess you could so, do this. Yeah. So group one would be the, the Tariats and the remotes. And then group two would be the Link and the Raziats. Sure. <laughs> so I did it the other way, but same difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's a thing. That's so a thing. You've got five airborne deployment guys, three of which explode, two of which come in the enemy back edge with Spitfires. Um, the two of the three that explode are paramedics. You've got your Dadarazi Link with plenty of smoke, a Mark 12, a Red Fury. <laughs> nine orders in that second pool thanks to Kornak and seven in the first. Yep. So there's a there's a thing. Yeah, that's playable. <laughs> For sure. Why at Air Force Go? Sorry I couldn't get all six uh airborne deployment options in there, but I thought having Kornak was worth it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um <laughs> but yeah, back to the point I was trying to make. Sure. Which Sorry. is that uh if you out and back like the Red Fury or something and the thing survives, then you now have a Dadarazi in line of fire right. that will berserk you. Right? So you can set up a berserk with a gunfighter. It's, it's, That's true. It's a thing. I, I don't... It's 14 grenades I've made use of with that five-man link is also really funny. Mm-hmm. You know, you can spec fire a grenade in a five-man link and you're at 11s. Uh, no, 14s. Yeah. Right, because you're yeah. plus six, yep. minus six in good range, and people don't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sp- you can throw a bunch of smoke, run into the smoke, and then spec fire from the smoke. The, the yeah the Dadarazi did lose the second burst, yeah. but Berserk I think is worth it overall. Um, they, they also went down in points, which I think is very nice, especially the copy rifles. I thought the regular guy was fourteen. No, yeah. the smoke, the smoke grenade combi rifle guy. I think oh, was twenty five. Sure. Yeah. 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 That, that's true. Yeah, um, for sure. That's very helpful. Uh, well, I guess. So, I guess so the question now is: uh, Dadarazi at fourteen points versus Krakow at fourteen points with dual chain rifles and grenades. I think it's down to preference. I like the Dadarazi because I like the smoke mm-hmm. and the uh, mimetism. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Krakot, the Krakot's more one of those gambling pieces, right? Like it's got the extra deployment. If you good good on the metachemistry, he could end up with something insane. Mm-hmm. You're gonna run him out if the opponent leaves a null deployment, and you're gonna chain rifle a bunch of people and die, and who cares? Because he sure. was 14 points. Um Yeah, I'm a fan of the I, I'm leaning towards the uh, the Dadarazi. Yeah. I guess if I if I have 14 points left over and already have smoke that I like, like I brought on or something or uh, an Osnat or something or other Dadarazi, like I'll throw the Krakot in over the Dadarazi just because of, you know, he might not happen every game, but the games he happens, he'll be great. One thing I'm noticing with Morats is um, 
they're definitely a fine faction to have in scenarios that involve breaking things. <laughs> like if, if we see in another antennas type mission where you sure. have like a the bunch grid. of things you need to shoot down. Yeah. Like they've got a lot of things to that are good for stuff. that. Auto cannons and links, missile yeah, launchers. Just, very true. Very true. Melee and DA on tons of guys. Yep. They 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 are definitely the non-subtle faction. Um, yeah, I I I am just sort of staring at this list. I think there's definitely something here. I'd probably throw in a big gun somewhere, and like maybe drop the the, the Taryats and swap a Razyat for a Taryat or something. So it wouldn't be like total more at Air Force, but there's definitely something here that's <laughs> that's fun. Um, they have a they have a lot of airborne deployment. They do, and... they do. But I mean, like I've I've played this <clears throat> played this game in in Nomads before. Um, where I had like four Hellcats and two Tomcats, and it worked. I didn't particularly love it though. It was well, it was I, fine. It definitely adds. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Like you definitely needed to super plan out what you were doing though. Yeah, one of the tools I think that really adds to the viability here is actually the explode in the Tariat. Because sure. If, yes. Because once you once you can explode an ARO piece that's covering a board edge, and then you start you flood onto Razgats with Spitfires, mm-hmm. that's a big hole you can make. Yeah. 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 Eighty is a little easier to control for than most of the things in Infinity. Most of the hidden information things, you know, HD can be almost anywhere. Uh, camo, you can put anything underneath it. Mm-hmm. But at least with. Uh, Airdrop, you know, you can like look to okay, where are the large areas they're going to come at me from? I can point guys those that direction, mm-hmm. and they might flood the roll. Right. So it's a little more risky than other forms of asymmetric information. Information. Um. Yeah, but I mean, like we've been saying for a long time, right? It is it is a one order expenditure to be exactly where you want to be, assuming you can stick the landing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty powerful thing to do um so in terms of big n4 changes i feel like for morats like i think the um <clears throat> the sograt is different now right it lost its auto med kit it gained no nwi i think that's a net win overall mm-hmm. um you know they they heard everyone's complaint about it being good you know paying points to be good in close combat so they made it better in close combat with just plus one CC damage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wow. So it still hits just as hard as it did before. Because yep. it was Fizz 15 before, but now it dodges slightly worse. Yep. For some reason, that felt relevant uh, and something to address. The plus one damage is cute. Yeah. Yep. So damage 16 AP HMG. Kind of neat. Um Losing the the mimetism from old full auto on the fear box. Yep. Oh no, it didn't have level two, huh? It just had the extra burst. Yeah, it did. So yeah. So never mind. I'll shut up right now. But plus one damage pulsar is funny. Yeah, that is pretty cute. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like it's it's fine. I I actually think it's a little bit. I think it comes out ahead for a db four. Auto med kit was cool. But I like the you know I like NWI. It's always on. Um, yeah, there yeah, were a couple yeah. little changes here and there. You know, I don't think I felt like a lot of times I, in more atlas. 
I was just so heavily drawn to that Osnat Hungry Link because it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Um, I see why they nerfed it. I wish yeah. they hadn't, but I understand their decision. But it's not like Moats were so good that that was something they needed to get penalized. But it does, in return, kind of what force changes, people I mean, to like, other options. All the changes they've made so far are intended to get us to shake up our old habits and try new things. Yeah. And that was yeah. definitely an old habit that was really hard to break because just like, you know, Quangxi spam and ISS. So she was really good. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention Zera. She took, she got a big oh my God. Uh, boost in the new edition. Yep. Yeah. So she jumped up from mimetism to ODD. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yeah. My favorite profile lost its grenades. Uh, which is all, any of them that had grenades before the boarding shotgun profile. Yeah. So no more infiltrating fizz 12 grenades. A little sad about that, but I'll get over it because ODD infiltrating red fury. Mm-hmm. Why not? You should have 20... touch all the things where you don't want to be touched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought Zerats were amazing before. I always took many of them. Yeah, you did. And now I will continue to take many of them. In vanilla, it was hard to justify them because you're paying about the same points as a shrouded. See, I always I always took one in vanilla even. I went for oh. that boarding. I love the infiltrating boarding shotgun grenade profile. I probably won't take one in vanilla now, actually. Um, I, I would do the I would do the light flamer and try and go over the center line, basically like a grunt. I would right. do that in vanilla. Um I would definitely do that in vanilla now because getting a light flamethrower with ODD over the line is hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Um, yeah. Though in vanilla, you could take a, you know, for not many more points or roughly the same points, you can get a, a, a fracta and you have a yeah. two wound direct template weapon wherever you that's, want. That's true. I don't know. I'm just looking at an ODD emitter. That's just me, though. <laughs> Stop, guys. Hold on a second. Did you see that one of them has an emitter? <laughs> That's really the point I was trying to make. Whoa. Thank you for understanding. Um, <laughs> Action-wide heavy pistols. Yep. Is it's cute. Interesting and themey sort of thing. It means they have a, a slightly meaner 8-inch ARO. Well, no, it's super relevant, I think, because uh, there's a lot of stuff with Doggett. And having shock is a big right. deal. Uh, this super oh. saved my ass the other day. I was fighting Eric, and he was trying to kill Yara Haddad and with like a Coom biker or something. And the Coom came around the corner and shock under, and I was like, well, I don't want you to be able to do this again, so I'm going to chuck a heavy pistol shot in your face. And I killed the Coom and survived. And then the next one I was able to run across the board and try to get the thing done we were playing hunting party so she had a she had a stun pistol i tried to stun pistol Tariq, and he passed all the saves i i understand that then you had a very similar experience <laughs> so, Tariq, so you, uh, Tariq. You, you can commiserate with me about this but yeah so like that i think that's pretty relevant because um yeah shock shock continues to be a big deal having army-wide access to shock is huge um and effectively shock in melee for everybody as well right I mean, damage 14 heavy pistol. It's fine. With zeros out to 16, right? So, yeah. why not? It was a free upgrade across the board. There's nothing really to complain about. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, sure. Like, there's, there's, 
Yeah, you, you should not be unhappy about that at all. It's it's, and I I think it's actually a, a net win overall. There's like so much stuff that, um, I mean, like if like in the mirror match, if you fight a stupid Speculo, right, just shock them off the table, so they don't stupid regen, right? Regen's a big deal. Um, yeah. Oh, right. here's here's something nasty. Yeah. Thinking of shock. Yeah. Um, how about a burst three MSV two multi sniper? That has shock there. Now. Yep, it has shock. Didn't have it before, but now that Yao Gat comes in at burst three base, so burst four in a Harris. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's uh, definitely MSV the profile two. to take over the plus one damage. I'll happily pay that extra point. Number yeah. two, if I remember correctly, used to be one of the specific profiles of Yao Gat, and now Correct. it's just on the whole unit. And they also, I think they're a point or two cheaper here and there. They're so, too cheaper here and there. The the hacker did not have the Panzerfaust before. Yeah, yeah. When I used to run the Dadarazi link, I would often run Yaogat Harris mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just because having that having that shooter with Pfizer is great, and now the idea that you can have. You know, there, there's a reason to take the Yaogat Harris now. I mean, I was kind of just doing it to be cool previously because the Rodox <laughs> were just completely superior. Um, but now being able to have a burst four multi sniper um, in a link gives you a real reason to choose them over the Rodox or some other Harris. So, um, yeah, I mean, my attitude is I, I just won't take the, the Harris at all. I just take the Yaga multi sniper by itself. Yeah, yeah. Like now, now I pay thirty five points. I don't need to buy the other two guys in the link. And like, sure, burst four is better than burst three, but I can just spend the other what is that like sixty ish points doing literally anything else. Right, and if you just want to bring a single visor as like you know cover your ass for camo, like yeah, before it was take the sniper and be unhappy with burst two, or take the spitfire and have to spend an order or two getting him into position. So yeah, I can't. I can't see ever taking the Spitfire now over that multi-sniper. Yeah, especially if you're going to intentionally Harris it. Yeah. I mean this this is this is the uh, the bolt equivalent, right? In the sense that oh like it's it's the it's the thing you want to take. Uh, that's a medium infantry that you push up the side in the Harris, and it doesn't have marksmanship, but it does have plus one burst, which is kind of like marksmanship. If you look at the stats, right? Because remember yeah. the rubber the rule of thumb is. When you're in like the two to four burst range, plus or minus three BS is roughly plus or minus a burst. Yep, yep. But you can... better in some ways because the additional odds to crit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but, could... but, well, I mean, that's including that, right? Like in the N N three math, uh, okay, the, yeah. the, the the dice calculator hasn't been updated in four as far as I as far as I know. Um, but back in N three was definitely the case that within a percent or two. Burst roughly equated to plus or minus, you know, uh, uh, three BS. So, it's a nice rule of thumb. That was something that I used a lot, just in doing mental evaluation of a situation. Yeah, I mean, I I would happily take a Yao Gat sniper in vanilla, and I'm probably gonna do it now. There's an interesting Harris you could take in here with Kornak, um, a Rakdarak, and the Yao Gat sniper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of a lot of eggs in one basket, but at least it covers a lot of different. Uh, that's a lot monster of to show up the side of the field. Yeah, it really is. Um, 
Also a good Castle Harris just doing two of the Rodok missile launchers plus Kornak. You know, he's going to yeah. stand back there. You're going to have mimetism sure. first two missiles. And that's like 100 points. No, 105. But then you've just got the rest of it is free to throw on your Dadrazi link or your whatever else insane you want to shove at people. Sure. Speaking so, of production, we're talking about, it, about them in a different context. Yeah. Ooh. Onyx. So Onyx is where I fell in love with Rodox. Um, and it's also where I totally understand why Super Jump changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absurd a big reason for it. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, there's no more falling. So you can't jump four inches up and then freely fall four inches down mm-hmm. or jump four inches across the building and then fall down. So it makes the it makes the usefulness of super jump not as it, it's not as crazy as it was. Uh, you it's can still, still use absolutely it absolutely fine. It's still very good. Yeah. It's no longer like hands down better than climbing plus was. Right. In addition to the no falling, you know, previously super jump uh, allowed you to fall your first movement without taking damage. Mm-hmm. Which effectively was like extra movement downward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, or sideways, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, so in terms of Onyx, man, Onyx is interesting. So at first I didn't like it. I played Onyx when they came out. I played them solid for a year. I was like, I'm going to figure out this new sectoral that came out in Human Sphere. What do these things do? And so I played the hell out of them. And I was very nonplussed with it by the end of the year. So when I kind of approached uh, approached Onyx for N4, I kind of came at it with like, mm, still don't like them. Um, but then I started digging. And a couple things caught my attention. Number one, first and foremost, is they have a wild card plasma rifle. Where do you want me to put your plasma? Wherever the hell I want. So, yeah, current out, wildcard, stick them in any link, stick them in your Rodok link, stick them in your Unidron link. Like, that's, that's a thing. That's worth, uh, worth considering. And that plasma is going to bring white noise and a D charge and a killer hacking device. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. I mean, hell, plasma is just good enough if he had nothing else. Yeah, so this is a really, yeah, killer hacking device with white noise. So Onyx to me feels kind of like Combined Army's greatest hits minus the aspects. Yep. And it does it well, right? Like so out of out of Morats, you still have Suryats, which are very nice. Mm-hmm. Um I don't remember if they could take the Suryat Lieutenant previously, but that Suryat Lieutenant with plus one order is looking pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Um having attack aware HMG in Onyx is pretty great. Yeah, just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rodox, obviously, with Rodox the Umbra. Yeah, I mean, like, all the stuff in here is good, and it links, which is great. I mean, if you thought that... We, we talked about Unidrons earlier. If you thought Unidrons were good now, like before, now they can link, which is even better. Um, you know, you have access to the, the, the weird tag Harris thing. Maybe we can talk about that for a bit. It's kind of an e- weird... I mean, This it, is a weird link that I've never liked. 
it's um, it's fine. It's fine. I I think I, I think you need to sort of decide you're committing to this, and there's something that you like about it that fits your playstyle, right? So like I don't know, like K1 Marksman plus Kernow, right? Now you're now you're starting to cook with gas here, right? And then like what is it? Um, who can hang out? Some oh, Samaritans, uh, right? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, Samaritan. Like that's what I would do now, right? Yeah. Is I do the Samaritan, Aziadron, and yeah. Kernow. And unfortunately yeah. for me, the Samaritan is only there to provide a link bonus. I wouldn't even take that Spitfire. Like, yeah, you could bring Norcaius. Norcaius is good. Does Norcaeus? he count as a Samaritan? Yeah, he does. He counts as Samaritan. So oh, that's right, he does. Yeah, I mean um, that that certainly helps. You know, yeah. I think previously you were playing that you were playing that link because you wanted to play that link. Yeah, like, the the times I tried it. it, it was a lot of eggs to have in one basket. One speculo could just delete a lot of your army, and if they didn't prepare for it, sure, you know, maybe somebody leaves themselves out to that tag list, but it just have, brings a lot of vulnerabilities. Now with wildcard, you can fix that a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't think you need to to take the full Harris. I mean, it, like this particular comp- composition we have here doesn't really add anything, right? Like, yeah, it's all good, but I don't need two killer hackers. I'd rather have a killer hacker on the other side of the table. Um, I may not want to expose Norkius or Kernow to whatever I'm exposing the Zeodron to, right? So, I mean, Zeodrons are kind of like a weird tag anyway. Um, like you compare yeah. them, compare them to like a gecko or something, right? Um, they're very comparable in terms of cost and capability. And they got buffed. They got really buffed in this in N four. Yeah. So right. the yeah. So the Zeodron went up, went from four four to six two, sure. which is a huge deal for super jump. Yep. 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 They, uh, um, the 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 K one combi got upgraded to a K one marksman. Mm-hmm. The multi rifle got upgraded to a multi marksman. So they're all operating in that same 24-inch range band. And I have to say, for playing, playing a lot of Spiral, um, K1 and Link, K1 and Harris, will do a lot of good work, especially nowadays with more tags in HI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also dropped 10 or more points on all three profiles. Yeah. It's... there's Yeah, I love the Zero Drawn. It was just hard for me to justify taking... Like the zero drone doesn't need an extra burst. I don't need to pay a hundred points for an extra burst on my zero drone. Sure. Yeah. Does then, the plus one damage affect the K one? Or is K one so? So K one is just now damage twelve on the on the weapon. I don't. It's thirteen. Thirteen. Sorry. Um, I believe it does. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it just says. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. It just says. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. Worth checking out. All right, because it's not a... Um, it totally does, because it's not... There's no K1 ammo anymore. Okay. Right? So, it's not an ammo type. Its ammo type is normal. It just has a special rule that your arm equals zero, which is interesting, because that means that K1 works against total immunity. Well, I mean, oh. arm... Like... The damage of... of oh, I, I guess... Yeah, I, I suppose if you had... Um, it CC not, damage plus one, right? You would go to damage 13 on your Vorpal. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah, and Ob- Obi's right. Ti ignores all, everything in the traits box, so he doesn't reduce your armor. Ha ha ha. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, what would make you take uh, Onyx over over Vanilla? Right? Because we just talked about how Zeojons are great. We don't want to cram a hundred more points in there just to get the extra burst bonus. So, like, why would you play this over Vanilla? So for me, it used to be the Rodok Link. Yeah. But now I think it's the Unidron Link. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's pretty much it, right? Because that's what's that's what defines your sectoral, right? Is you get to you get less of all the toys that you want, mm-hmm. but in exchange you get links. Um, three fractas. Yeah, one more fracta. You're really gonna take <laughs> three. No rascat. Come on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, unidrons with all the buffs that they got are much more interesting in a link. Yeah. I uh, used to run the Unidron link when I ran Onyx, um, and I did them as a castle link. So I do two missile launchers, and then use them essentially use the Unidrons to guard their own order pool. Um, you know, you know, you're throwing the missile launchers away. So I would bring one or two extra linkable models, have them out for the defensive turn, mm-hmm. probably lose them, but maybe not. Dogged means they can just really frustrate someone. And then you either repair them with Doc Worm or you just replace them with a command token and spend all of your points on some of the other people you have, Umbras or uh, getting a Fracta out, getting Bitten Kiss out, um, having a Noctifer um, go cause problems with the Spitfire. Mm-hmm. Um so I think the reason you play them over vanilla is, yeah, that extra access to unidrons and having the unidrons that can protect themselves. I also think if you're a new player coming into combined, vanilla combined is super intimidating. There's a lot of choices to make. Yeah, right. That's and, true. And actually, like if if you're a new combined player, I might push you to Onyx over any other army for them, right? Because Shazvasti scope is limited. Yeah, yeah, so Spassi is a totally different way to play. More ads, as we already discussed, are going to be very frustrating for new players because they don't have the basics down. And just dumping them into vanilla, they're going to be like, I have no idea what to even look at. Mm-hmm. It's like here, if you look at Onyx, most of these toys are transferable totally fine to your everyday vanilla list anyways. And it gets you kind of the basics of the rules down. You lose some of the tricks, so be it. You'll have to learn how to play without MSV and Smoke. You'll do fine. Um, you have MSV, but you have macreps. Yeah, we don't have smoke, right? Yeah, no smoke, though. Yeah. Oh, you mean MSV smoke trick. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it, it gives it more a more narrow scope, again, like the greatest hits of combined. But, yeah, it, it almost feels like this is where you start. This is your stepping stone to vanilla combined, kind of like Nomads. Yeah. If this only, the, if only the they, made, uh, they made the Onyx box still. Oh, that 300-point box? Yeah. That was like the first I mean, one they made, right? It was, but it was just the old starter plus the Rodok box and the, ro- and the remote box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can Which easily is a reassemble it. way to start. <laughs> yeah, not a bad way to start. And actually, I would even recommend if you're going to start you know, complaining uh, or playing with uh, Onyx now, you pick up the starter set, you pick up the remote box, and then you pick up your two or your, uh, your Ikadrons uh, maybe bitten kiss and overdrawn zeodrons. They have really good. Um, they have good budget attack pieces. 
yeah, Kurnow is great. The the bummer is that he comes in the uh, the dire foes pack. But I mean, yeah. well, I mean, you just need to should... play all the armies, and then you can buy any dire foe pack with with impunity. Yeah, problem solved. It's pretty easy to split with people yeah, too, that too. So that too, or just um, play all the armies. Can we talk about Kodali Link? It's interesting. I'm gonna convert her. Because I have two co- mo- two new Kodali models, right? The one from the uh, the comic and the one that came in the out the uh, comic book characters pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel oh. I feel like it might be a better place for her in some ways because if you were going to play a link that you're planning to get work done for you, you can drag her along and keep her back and safe, but then she's going to be up near dead people to eat. So that she could snowball. She's 41 points, though. She's 35 in the link. 40, oh, yeah, right, right, right. 35 in the link. Yeah, the 41 is the infiltration. Is infiltrating by herself, yeah. Which is also pretty interesting in terms of like an anti-midfield strategy. Right, MSV in the midfield is not bad. Uh, she still has, And that one, she has the best of both profiles. She has the dual assault pistols and the multi-rifle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, anytime I see a profile like this, like Raul is another great example of this exact thing. It's basically the same thing, right? You have an ODD, uh, or sorry, a, uh, a, a combat jump specialist, uh, which murders everything that they touch. Uh, and then you also have an FTO version that has a multi rifle. That's exactly the same trade off, right. Yeah. right? Like, I don't know why I want that. Because like whatever is in the link is good because I put it in there um, and I don't need it better. Does that make sense? I'd rather have Kodali landing in your face. That seems... I, I think I like the idea of BS-14 MSV-2 mimetism rifle with link bonuses. I mean, that's fair, right? Like a BS-17 multi-rifle with mimetism at burst four. Yeah, but it starts it starts in your deployment zone, then you gotta like get it out she's, of there. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead go ahead and shoot it at thirty two inches. You're still hitting on fourteens. I, I I know, but I don't know. It just it just it just I, seems like you're giving up on an opportunity to land her next to something important. Yeah, I wanna give it a try. It seems interesting. I, I, I don't know. It just it just it just doesn't make any sense to me because like infinity to me is a game of positioning and you're giving up positioning for better stats, but I would argue that positioning is is more often more relevant. Yeah, I, I'm more I'm more would be curious about getting the multi the MSV options. I think that's probably my crutch is to worry a little too much about camo mm-hmm. and rely on MSV for dealing with it. Sure. But I mean, like, but if we're talking about the uh, uh, Unitron link still, then you have your plus three whip when discovering, right? So you have yeah. that as well. So that, that's a good counter argument to that. Yeah, so that helps there. And then I think they have, do they have a template option somewhere? Um, well, I guess, I guess you can drive the missile launcher around the corner <laughs> and shotgun something. Don't do that. <laughs> but you could if you thing. wanted to, I suppose. You probably have a Nexus. Uh, they don't have that. No. Oh, the Nexus got EM mines. That's funny. Yeah. 
I'm a little sad that we lost Nullifier. I was looking forward to abusing the Avatar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved Nullifiers. Uh, that was another reason, definitely, to bring uh, Onyx with lots of options for Nullifiers. Mm-hmm. Right. Nullifiers were mean. Um, again, I guess I I get why they got rid of them. They were they were a little bit clumsy to to deal with, but yeah, they're they're definitely special case rules. There's only two factions that had them, right? So it's kind of like, what do we do now? They're the Spitfire gained NCO. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cute. Yeah. Yep. That's a good place to put it in, right? Like you have your NCO Spitfire and a Unidron Link. Yeah. I mean, like all these things are fine. I think I think really what it boils down to is, if you enjoy Onyx, the changes will please you, right? Like things have just gotten better. Uh, you have a few more options here and there, um, but I don't I don't think this is enough to tear me away from vanilla. Yeah, so I think I think kind of a way you could sum up basically all of combined, right? Is like they didn't get any runaway hits. Sure. You know, they you didn't get anything that's just like crazy oh my god over the top they're not nomads you know <laughs> they're they're fine yeah, there's they're, no, there's no were, vostok yeah they were at 11 already they cranked them up to 11.2 yeah i'm yeah. okay with that yeah that's that's a very good uh, way of expressing it i think yeah they they and the thing is like they did fix some things right sure they fixed the they made the zerat they they quote fixed it for the internets um, because to them it was broken. Well, I they, don't know if they fixed they, it for the internet. They just they just made you happy and made the internet go. Right. Um, they uh, completely unnecessarily and also completely with open arms welcoming uh, made the Rasgat even better. Yep. <laughs> and gave us an exploding AD cheat piece because we needed that. You know, like 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 I said, they just like you know what, like let's just make you a little bit better. All around, everything just you know, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, <laughs> yep. mentors and seeds were very nice for Shazvasti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being yeah. able to have that extra decoy out there, very fun. There's nothing to complain about with combined, in my opinion. I'm looking forward to and also not looking forward to John playing them. <laughs> I think that that's a uh, a fair <laughs> fair assessment. I'm 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 going to enjoy them. I'll just say that. I just got to finish assembling them. One day, one day you'll finish building them. One yeah, they day. still have access to counterintelligence because of the uh, the mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so they're great. So yeah, combine um, combine equals good, and they were good before. They continue to be good now. Lots of small changes. They're kind of like Yujing in that respect. They just got better. A lot of small changes here and there make everything more cohesive and give the players that were playing it before like more um, more toys to mess with. Like, like the Razjad is a great example. You couldn't really do that before. Now it's reliably in your opponent's deployment zone. Um, and there's always a hole, as Adam discovered in our game. Um, yeah, so definite thumbs up. Yeah, I think they're going to be devastating in this edition, honestly. The plasma change alone yep. is just such a... It's They're a stressful army to play against, and now they're a more stressful army to play against. Yeah. So there's always that for you. So with that, let's. Uh, we had some questions on Facebook when I, when I asked for them. So let's see what we have. So the first one came from Nicholas Yerlaub. 
There we go. I'm making no apologies for pronouncing last names. I grew up with Bienvenue. So with that, uh, he says, I enjoy all of the aspects in Combined Army, but I'm having a hard time figuring out interesting things to do with my Skiovaro. Any suggestions on how to build a list of them? And honestly, like at 50 something points, I think the answer is you take him and then you build, continue building a list. Like there's, he's not so cost prohibitive, I feel like, that you need to build a list around him. You can build a perfectly good list and kind of shoehorn him in, which is exactly what John did here. Like he was also running an anathematic as well. Um, I don't think that because he's not hackable, or at least he's not uh, heavy infantry or. Unless you take the hacker profile. Right. Um, like the worst that's going to happen is you're going to lose mimetism. Yeah. I don't think he requires it. the amount of support that others do. Right. You know, if you take a Carented, if you take an Anathematic, if you take a, you know, God, if you take an Avatar, you need to have support for them. I think Escovoros just falls in, it falls into the just cheap enough, just tough enough, and not HI that. You don't really need to build a whole list. You don't need to build your list to use him. You just take him and and figure out how to use him with his own profile by itself. Yep. yep. And and I guess the other thing is that, you know, as you were probably undoubtedly aware, having played the other aspects, right, uh, you can just be aggressive with them, and it's fine. And throwing something around the corner that has access to Sepsiter and Plasma is a real rut-row moment for your opponent. Yeah, just don't get them isolated. Yeah. Which is hard to do. You basically have to get EM'd or jammered. Don't get either of those things and you'll be in good shape. Right. And you have access to things that ignore that, like Morat. So send the send a Dadarazi around the corner first, kill the jammer or kill the EM thing, and then send the Skiavoro in. And then you'll be fine. So I guess they do need support in that respect if you're playing the particular armies, but it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, it's it's much easier to have them as a I just had points left over model rather than. Well, I mean, sixty points is not a I just had points okay, left so over. Not right. You're not done at that point, but you know, if you're like I need to throw something heavy into this list, yeah, like you've got a couple of different options for it, and he's a fun one to do that with. You would take about the same spots as like bringing that Suri out of that Sogarot or um, Guilos or somebody. Where you want an HI or somebody with high armor, because right. the rest of your list is a little fragile. Right. And it's he's really deceptively tough. You know, yeah. it's for arm three and one structure, like your opponent has to beat him at a face to face roll, or they have to eat a potentially eat a sapster to the face. You know, depending on the profile you take, the hacking device, I might take less frequently. Yeah, um, I, th- the, I think I think that's the that's a mistake to take the hacker because. To me, the whole point is that it's not hackable, right? Yeah, but it has, but it's an HD plus, so it can cyber mask. I, but you might as well just take it in the thematic and have a brain HMG if you're going to do that. All right, we're spending that many points. I feel like the Sepsiter is the way to go, just because it is such a ridiculous threat. Mm-hmm. Unless you're playing against Ariadna um, and and a, a solid chunk of Hawk Islam, everybody else wants to avoid you know getting Sepsiderized. Very much. But Ariana does not like plasma at all. Yeah. No. No. I they might have good it. armor, but they have no BTS. Yeah. So, 
there you have it. I think you just, I think you just got to throw it in your list and don't really concern yourself too much with supporting it. Yeah. Figure out how to use its tools. Um, so our second question comes in from Benjamin Lai. What are some of the must-have models, and what should I buy first to start the army then for? So we talked about this a little bit with Onyx. I personally believe the Onyx is a good place to start if you feel comfortable, you know, going whole horse and and jumping straight into vanilla. I still think the Onyx starter pack is is solid. It's all usable. Yep. You know, some people are groaning about the Legate right now. I think the Legate is rad. Like for, de- for deployment, eight inches, mimetism, NWI. Yes, yes, yes. Good and close combat, solid with a gun. It's fine. Unitrons for covering corners. Like you walk around this corner, eat a blast from a dogged, buffable remote. Yeah. So I think that's a solid starting point. Your two blister packs of the Imatrons and Icadrons, mm-hmm. you just got to get them. Yeah. You'll use them in every combined army you ever play. Get them. A box or two of remotes. Um, you want the you know their Q drone, their their total reaction bot has mimetism, which is insane. Their E drone is very, very good. Uh just if anything, because it can shoot while it advances on an objective, you can use it much more like a regular, like you used a regular hacking troop before, where I'm moving it up, I'm buffing my guys, and I'm taking objectives. Um those are both very solid. I think that there might be a little bit of argument now for a T-Drone, but that's going to depend on how you build your list, if you have repeater and hacker coverage. But get yourself a box of remotes. And then I would probably get a Rascat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> it's, well, it's just like when people are starting, like, when people are starting US Ariadna. Sure. It's like, well, you know what? No, go get Van Zandt. You're going to have fun. You're yep. going to make your opponent sad. It, you're never, it's, just get it. Get it out of the way. You know you want to. I would branch towards Chesvasti in some way. It's a little hard to do that right now without there being a blister access to Shrouded. But being able to have a Camo Infiltrator, if you're just starting any any faction Infinity, it feels like a pretty essential archetype. Um, Right, that Shas box isn't terrible for even going into vanilla as well. No, you probably won't use the Noxes in vanilla. And you can't use the Guardo. Yeah. And but you could use the Noxes as other models. And the Nox know, isn't a terrible like a Nox isn't a terrible corner guard or a rear guard. If you're there's gonna be more airborne playing it now. If somebody AD is something you zap for them, like there goes your whole AD. Yeah. Have fun. Um and that's something where you it's more risky because you have to roll to hit with a Unidron or something like that. Um you, you know, combined doesn't have cheap cheerleaders other than your standard two Ardrones, two Icadrons, two Imatrons. Like, they're not, they don't have a, a Fusilier to sit around there or Zon. Yeah. yeah they're, so, your your quote cheerleaders are going to be more points, but I don't think a Zapper, I don't think a Zapper armed uh, Nox is terrible. Again, especially because I think airborne deployment is so big in this edition. Mm-hmm. It is a bummer about the Guaylo, but I think a lot of it you can use just fine. A seed soldier, they're only availability one. They come in a blister pack of one. That's a really good unit just to throw in your army. Speculo, also nice. Because it's You'll never be disappointed with Speculo. Except with the sculpt. Oh, harsh. Oh, wow. Harsh. Um, I think for the most part, if you're new, getting into combined, you can avoid most of Morat's. 
I think a lot of them really need the rest of the Morad army to support them well. But again, I think that Rassiat, maybe the Yalgat Sniper, which is a separate blister, you would do just fine on a Zerat. If you like that midfield, if you want the ODD instead of a uh, instead of a Shazvasti option, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then of course pick your pick your poison when it comes to the aspect, right? So there's a lot there, but I think it it really boils down to that Onyx starter pack remotes, and then whatever looks cool, whatever the big bad alien is that you want to put on the table. So with uh, Chris Wyman has kind of a long question, but essentially he's asking about the double Raisho list that I, I'd ran before with my Morats um, and if it's going to be viable now. Yeah. In some missions. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's a very mission dependent list. It's a very skew list. How many points does it come to now, John? I, I don't remember what your old list was. I'm messing with it right now. Okay. But it's cheaper. Regardless, because I mean, your old list had that crazy link in it, right? Which you can't oh, yeah, really yeah, do yeah. anymore. Yeah, but now you've got the um, yeah, I don't know. With with them coming down in points, I might, I might run a double tag list. Probably not. If I ran double tags, they're probably being vanilla, so I can get like an overdrawn and a uh, zero drawn. Yeah, or I mean, a right show and a zero drawn. This is a thing. Or- Kornak, Datarazi, Ractorak, Double Raicho, Ikadron, Q-Drone, Plasma. I guess you can update Q-Drone, HMG for funsies, Rajat, Spitfire. So, Yeah. I'd probably drop that Rajat to get Engineer in there. Oh, sure. <laughs> Doc, sadly, Why are probably you Dr. fixing Worm. stuff? <laughs> right. Don't fix stuff. Spending your orders wrong. Yeah. There we go. Now we're at now we're at nine whole orders. <laughs> well, more than that, right? I know, so I, nine, know I know, but it's it's nine whole. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it really only nine models? Yeah, it's nine models. That's funny, but thirteen orders. Yep. <laughs> so maybe can dual righteous work? <sighs> no, like scenario dependent. I'm not gonna like go blanket statement like yeah man run double righteous all day long. I think a single righteous is great. Yeah, I don't I don't know why you would need one. I need two right now. There's so much stuff in like I would take a righteous and like a sogarat, right? That's probably a better use of points than Swick. Yeah. So our next question comes from uh let's see here. Janus Rasmussen. Probably pronounced differently, but I'll take it. Uh, so he wants to talk a bit about, curious about the strengths and weaknesses of Onyx. Uh, while I think we went to that already, I think, honestly, the biggest weakness is they're not vanilla. Vanilla has all kinds of crazy toys. They're really select. They're really uh, limited in their selection. They don't have smoke. That alone is a gigantic weakness. That defines all of Pan-Oceana, right? <laughs> like, that is, this one sectoral just lacks it entirely. Not um, much midfield deployment either. You've got malignos; right. they're really expensive, and you've got one or two of them. So they have to shoot their way out of their deployment zone. I mean, it basically yeah. boils down like I think all the questions that are in there, right? There's a lot of like options of oh, uh, you can say 
uh, Kodali with uh, a Samaritan and Zeodron, uh, or Hodali is here and SMG and Kurnow. Those are all fine. It really is what what do you what are you comfortable doing, right? So like if you're an NCA player that suddenly got subsidized and now are playing Onyx, those things will feel very natural to you. Those things will feel really rad to you because you're like, I have plasma in my crazy cool Harris now. I can do all these neat things. Look at me go. Um But, you know, I, I guess I'd much rather play vanilla. Um given all the crazy cool shit that's in there. Uh, but I think all the all the examples that you gave are 100% viable. It's just, are is that the play style that you like and are comfortable with and are structured your turnaround and your plan for your list around as well as like your plan for the mission? Like if that's what you want to do, have a monster Harris, you're going to push up this flank and like some other big piece, you're going to push up the other flank and just secure the midfield that way by spending orders and then just shooting the other opponent off the table to get what you want done, done. Then yeah, those are all viable. That's not the way I generally prefer to play. So for me, they're less attractive. But if it works for you, do the thing. There you have it. Yeah, they're they're good. <laughs> but uh, so here we go. Anton Domasnes. There we go. I've taken it. Um, so what's the deal with all the immunity Morats, immunity critical on the tag, immunity AP on their heavy infantry? Uh, is this as good as it sounds, or is it point bloat? So, I think immunity critical is people freak out about it. I don't think it's a big deal. You've already lost the face-to-face roll. It's one armor save versus two on an armor eight target, mm-hmm. or or three armor saves instead of four. Uh, if you get a missile crit, I don't think that is um, that is terribly amazing. It's fine. It's, it's really yeah. relevant on things like Yojimbo, right? Right. Then it matters because I really care about being alive after getting hit in the face. Um, right, but in the context of Morats, the only thing that's that's crit immune is going to be that uh, that Raicho. And eh. I don't think it's paying very much for it, so why not? Yeah, no, that's also the thing is it it does appear to be dirt cheap because the Raicho is pretty cheap. The other interesting AP option is, or immunity option is immunity to AP on the Suryat, and that is amazing. Yeah. That's worth that the is, points, because then they're always Arm 7 in cover. Yeah. They're always Arm 7 in cover. They're always BTS 6 against AP BTS attacks. So Breaker, vi- or is Viral AP? No, DA is so. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, no, it's I think it's amazing there. That's exactly where I want it. So, yeah, uh, I don't think it's point bloat because everything that has it seems to be not paying much for it either. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's it's. I think it's. I think it's just good, uh, and it's not noticeably more expensive. Right. So next we have. Hope that answers this question. I'm sure it does. Uh, so next we have. Uh, Marcin Darmetko. That's how you say that. He's asking what we think about the Sphinx losing stealth. And honestly, I half expect that to be a mistake. And I mean, even if it's not a mistake. Yeah, I, I, I half expect that to be a mistake as well. Um, but maybe they've already come out and clarified that that is nope intentional. 
you have a marker state anyways, you can't be discovered through a repeater. Does it like, make sense that the tag had stealth to start with? That's also true, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't think it's a mistake. It, it's a walking, jumping tank. It, it makes noise. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's, it's fine. I, I don't, I don't see this as a big deal. Um, I guess you, you, have- you it, it comes down to a, to, to a, um, an order expenditure thing. I guess in most yeah. cases, because I think I think the most common situation where you would care is if you're going to get hacked through a repeater, right? Um, yep. Okay, sure. Then you either have to uh, deal with that somehow or recamo and then walk through the repeater. That would be the most reasonable thing. Um, but most of the time with the tag, you're move, shoot, move, shoot, move, shoot. So you're not going to be stealth anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, it's not a huge deal. It does. It does absolutely come up now, right? You can't just move around a repeater, and therefore the repeater is relevant, which I think is what they intend. They want they want hacking to be more of a thing, and which is why they simplified it. So it's no longer like, okay, I'm going to hack you. Let me consult the TOS of what I should do because I don't freaking hack any anything ever. <laughs> so I'm going to go call the guy over and be like, what do I do now? So I mean, still pulling its weight, um, and. Uh, so it's, it, like losing stealth doesn't mean it's going into the garbage, right? If, that, if that's if that's the question, <laughs> the answer is no. It's it's still relevant. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's solid. Like it's yes, it is like objectively having stealth versus not having stealth. Not having stealth is worse. Yeah. But I don't think it is so much worse that it have, really has much of a bearing on the effectiveness of the tag. Mm-hmm. So. Finally, our last question here coming in from Gunnar Soderstrom. I don't know. Uh, but is vanilla as diverse as it looks on paper, or should you just mash the avatar button repeatedly? Um, I think the avatar is a bit of a trap. I think the avatar is amazing. If you put it on the table and your opponent isn't ready for it, they're going to have a bad day. But if your opponent has faced an avatar before and knows how to deal with it, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> yep. It's yeah. Vanilla is very diverse. Um, Holy I think cow. I was talking about this possibly before we started, but in some ways, Vanilla feels like old school Eldar to me, where like you have these models that are hyper optimized for certain things. Not quite so as much as ever as some other factions, but. Um, with vanilla, you just have so many options. You have so many ways to solve a particular problem. You almost want to know like what scenario you're doing before you even start to make your list because it's like, if I know what I'm doing, I have an app for that. Yeah, they're definitely not an army that I feel comfortable just making like randomly throwing together vanilla combined army lists like on my phone, doopa doopa do, because it's not really a mental exercise or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they have so many good choices that you really need to know what scenario you're building for. Yeah. And this is Easier why it's important. With Onyx. Hmm? Easier to do that with Onyx. Right, because it's a much more limited palette. Right. With Vanilla, yeah, it's definitely very diverse and worth playing. So, yeah, no, they're, they're probably one of the most diverse armies in the game. Um... I don't think there's a whole lot of argument of things that I mean it's 
if you own all of the stuff for vanilla combined, then you have many different, totally different armies in one, right? Like Shasvasti is totally different than Onyx, which is totally different than Morats. And none of those are anything like playing vanilla. Yeah. And then there's, you know, 20 different ways you can play vanilla. You know, no, I feel like no two vanilla combined army list players are ever the same. Yeah. I and, got those words mixed and, up. But and yes. to my other point about earlier about like nomads and how you can like basically tailor your list to exactly your play style. Um, I cannot do something. I can do that thing with vanilla combined, but I cannot do the things that vanilla combined does in nomads, right? Like I cannot go, there's nothing that's the same as an anathematic. I cannot have like an enormous mega thing that I just rampage around the table on and ruin all like, my opponent's day. That just doesn't really exist in nomads. Um, I can assemble a, like a team to do that, but it's, mm -hmm. it's always more than one model. And in vanilla, I can just throw an anathematic and be like, okay, if you can't deal with this, it's game over. Yeah, it's it's a whole different beast. Yeah. I love that army, though. But it, I love the army, but again, like I said, you can't... I feel like with, uh, with any other army, I can just throw, open up my app when I'm bored and start whipping together lists. And I feel like I can't do that for combined unless I have this very clear idea of what I'm doing. Yeah, you definitely have to have a plan. They they are the perfect supreme alien overlords. They have a tool to kill every kind of human. So, yeah, guys, I think that uh, wraps it up. We have one very important thing to do before we leave, and that is to spin the Patreon Wheel of Names. So these are names of folks that have been kind enough to support us on Patreon. And for that, we randomly pick one of them, to win some fabulous prizes. Yeah, well, we first we got to do it for Bromad Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. For the, the thing. Same thing. So the people that write into Bromad Academy get on their Wheel of Names as well. So this is October's Wheel of Names. So here we go. Let's roll that real quick. Uh... Well, there hey, we have it. Looks it. like it's Christian. So Space Monkey Mafia, you, you have won a blister patch. Uh, we'll contact you and you tell me what you want. And I'll send it out to you. But now we can do the Wheel of Names for the patrons. Are you yeah, ready? Yeah, we'll see. Well, I was going to say, we've changed the prize structure slightly. As it turns out, shipping T-shirts internationally is extremely expensive due to tariffs and customs on textiles. So uh, for the, the different tiers, basically the, our, our mid-tier Patreon winner will receive one of the two uh, sculpts that we've put out for the Rose City Raid. And if you are our top tier Patreon subscriber, you'll win them both. So you'll get both John and I in miniature form as drunken uh, Yan Yan and Monstruckers as appropriate. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? So here we go. Let's spin it. Here we go. Hey. There we are. Yay. Ba -ba. Dexter. Congratulations, Congratulations, Dexter. Dexter. I'll be, I'll be uh, contacting you in the next few days and getting your address so I can send you out some sweet toys. Well, congratulations and, to all of our winners. Yes, thank you guys very much. And with that, uh, you've all wasted another perfectly good evening listening to Late Night War Games. John, why don't you take it away? Yep, so just a reminder, this month is uh, AD 
in uh, Roman Academy mission, right? So take any troop that has parachutes or combat jump. We'll use the skill. Tell us how it went. How did that fit into your list? Did it change your list decision-making? Did it change your decision-making making at game time, deployment time, right? When did you drop your troop? Was it on turn one to go on an Alpha Strike Rampage, or did you drop it on turn three to secure that sweet, sweet objective? Right? So let us know all about that. Uh, if you want to uh, paint up that model because it earned a name and paint job uh, and it has a stealth rule, you can send in that painted model with a stealth rule to um, BremenAcademy.com by December 31st this year um, and be entered to win some sweet, sweet prizes as well. Um, if you like what we do, feel free to support us on Patreon. Um, we're here every Tuesday on Twitch.tv at 8.30 p.m. Pacific. We also have a show on Sunday where... Uh, we live commentate a tabletop simulator game and you can find um, Obadiah sculpting uh, on the, the joy of sculpting over at Nehemiah 405 on Twitch on Monday evenings. Um, we also upload the audio from the, what you're seeing right now to a podcast app near you uh, and you can plug that into your ear hole and listen to us and that will be, that will be real good times. Um, yeah. So thanks to all of our <laughs> patrons and thanks to our sponsor, Brutal Cities. Um. Yeah, Adam. Well, Nathaniel, uh, do you like to uh, plug anything? Uh, I don't have any plugs at this particular moment, but I'm glad to be here. And you'll see me one of these weeks coming up on the Sunday game. Yep. Ooh, over on. Are I think you it's not. Worthy? It's Are not you? this one, but it's the week after. So a week from this Sunday, Than will be throwing down against Eric in an, a game of Are You Worthy. I look forward to it. Well, with that, be sure to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere you catch your podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us five stars on all the five stars, likes, high fives, thumbs, hearts, stars, subscribes, all the things that you can do to show us how much you love and appreciate everything that we do for you. And we will return the the uh, <laughs> the niceties with excellent programming and uh, occasionally free toys. With hey. that... We'll see you guys later. Thank you again, Than. Thanks to all of our listeners and watchers out there, and stay safe out there. Mm -hmm.